In the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline resides a little-known radio program hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. The size of some of the c***s of some of these NFL players could probably play Kiwi football. Okay. This segment brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Rocket. I get it. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Now get over it. Let me do my goddamn job that I love and I want to do. Together, these men will work to bring you laughter at any cost. Even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So wherever you might be, put your brain on standby. Sit back and relax. Lunatic Radio starts now. Rock over there. Hi. Broadcasting live from New York. Emails to the show, lunaticradio.com. Live number to call in, 646-233-4045. Word them up. Killing it on the show today. We are? I don't know. Oh. A lot of news stories, I guess. Ugh. Word up. I'm tired, man. You're tired? Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I've been tired. What's going on? What's the matter? Why are you so lethargic? Well, this week I just... We had like an extended family death. Oh. Which is, I guess I should explain to people. (laughs) It sounds pretty complicated. Uh, it's not nothing funny about it, but I have like extended family, meaning I have, I guess, two people in my life I would consider uncles, but they're not blood related. Mm-hmm. And one of them passed away. Oh. Very nice guy. His name was Bob. I called him Uncle Bob. I'm sorry. And he passed away on Sunday. Great guy. Uh, known him since I was 14. So it was really, it was really sad. But the whole family had to come back. You know, my. Right. my Cousin Eric, who's not blood-related, uh, he had to come back off of a uh, tour. He plays for the Augustines. Sure. He's on tour. I and mean, my other cousin from California had to come in and all this. And it's just like a lot of stuff, a lot of long days, Ugh. Yeah. a lot of crying. And, but I tell you what, man, Christ, if you die in our family, <laughs> there's going to be some celebrations at the end. Oh, jeez. <laughs> tell you what. It was like, eh, boy, did we celebrate you don't even remember his life at the end of it. <laughs> you drank for you had a drink for every day he lived. I had the funeral was on Friday. <laughs> Friday, it was on Friday. Wake Thursday, funeral Friday. Did the funeral? Very sad, very touching. Well done funeral. Uh, we did the burial. You know, you did the burial afterwards. You take like the big, you know. Car line, and you go to the uh, burial yeah, ground. Sure. Yeah, yeah, And uh, my cousin, procession. my cousin Eric, it was really weird. It was like a Hollywood moment. Him in his like uh, pea coat and his 
His rock oh, no. star hair. Oh, no. And his chiseled chin. Oh, no. He did a speech at the funeral. He I did? I swear to God, it was like it was like scripted out of some freaking movie. Seriously? Yeah, wow. he did like a finger pointing, and it was like the, the, the fog in the background. It was very rainy that wow. day. Wow. Oh, it was like, like a whole, <laughs> yeah. whole mysterious and dreary, uplifting speech he did. Wow. Brought me to tears. Aw. That bastard. But it was a very touching speech. But after that... Yeah. You know, we all, you know, hugged it out on the way back, you know, to the cars. And Eric goes, you know, if anybody wants to come by, we're going to have some, you know, food and drinks and we'll, we'll you know, just hang out for a while. Because, sure. you know, the whole family hasn't seen each other in a long time. And it got, I mean, I literally, my cousin Bobby, I've, I've seen twice in the last 10 years. And those two times have been in the last month because <laughs> <laughs> I saw him Christmas and I saw him now. Mm. But boy, as it was noon. And the, as soon as I walked in the place, the beers were flowing. Wow. And, you know, discussions about Bob, and then it turned into like, oh, boy. It's just, it was incredible. I tell you what, it was a great, if if I pass away, I certainly want that happening. While my friends just, you know, laughing, sharing stories. Sure. Then dancing, whatever thing you dance. I mean, he was an older, he didn't die of, like, some sort of complications. He was well, an older man. Yeah, you know, you're an Irishman, and you're 71 years old. Oh, you, you already, you, you've, you, that's you're, extra years. You're, you're in overtime. Yeah, you're in overtime. It's bonus time for you. <laughs> but, he, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it was he, celebrate. It was a celebratory time. Celebratory thing, and I think that's yeah. the way, so you know, I don't know how most, I, you know, I've been to a lot of wakes and funerals and stuff, and. Not like I'm a part of a gang or anything, everybody's dying, but, you know, getting shot sure. up drive-bys. Right. But I just have been over. I don't know why. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I've never been to one like that where, you know, I've been to these celebration things after, you know, funerals and, and burials, and it's never been like that. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. We, we, had a, we had a moment of coffee, like a like an area of having food and coffee and, like, dessert, and then it was just, that was like 20 minutes the rest of the time, it was literally from noon to about uh, like ten o'clock at night. Just, just dancing, drinking, sharing uh-huh. story. Oh, it was a blast! It was a blast. I got to imagine my uncle, Uncle Bob, was looking down, going, "That's the way it should be." Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. And if I would ever pass away, that's what everybody said. There. Like everybody started saying that towards the end. Like everybody was like, "Yeah, if I pass away, it's the way it's gonna happen." This, you guys gotta do this. <laughs> I was got just celebrate, just get hammered. Ooh. It was a good time. Well, I'm glad you found some. It was uh, a good time at a, a funeral. Time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so. the way it should be, I think. You know, celebrate the life of the person that passed. And if you pass away, Rock, do you want like people to mourn? Do you, or what do you want? What do you want them to do? I want people to mourn for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yes. Every day, wake up and think about me for a little. Do bit. Do you want people on Facebook no. a year later, like on your birthday, going "Happy birthday, Rocket"? No, that is so like creepy. I know. No, that is, is kind of creepy because you're dead. You're I don't no understand birthdays. That. I see that on Twitter. Like Biggie Small's birthday comes around, people are like "Happy birthday, Biggie." He's dead. Well, he's dead. He's, he's not dead in a decade. He don't he, care. He's not gonna say thanks. He's, he's not, not gonna say you know. He's not checking Twitter up there in heaven or right. in between wherever the hell he is. Yeah, no. That ain't happening. No, that's creepy. He's not in the uh, bed of heaven going, you know, word up to the people on Twitter. No, he's not. Shouting me out. He's not doing was he even around? Was Twitter even around when he died? No. Kidding me? That's, cra- that's crazy how long he's been dead already then. Yeah. Wow. Speaking about death, Al Ramis died today. <laughs> there you go. That's the guy from Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
And the guy that directed uh, Animal House? Yeah. Uh, no, Caddyshack? Ca- no, Caddyshack. 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 And but Groundhog's Day. He did, he did Groundhog Day? Groundhog's Day. Hal Ramis did Caddyshack and Groundhog's Day, and he, did he, he, he didn't do Animal House. Not that I know. I think he might have been in Animal House. No. But who cares? Caddyshack and Groundhog Day? Those are the two classic movies. Everybody... When those things are on TBS, you don't you don't go buy it. You're not flicking a Bravo. You're sticking on TBS. Yeah, he wrote Ghostbusters. He wrote Analyze That. He wrote uh, Analyze This. He wrote Groundhog Day. He wrote Ghostbusters Two. He wrote Caddyshack Two. Yeah, he had a he wrote Back to School. Oh, he did the screenplay for Back to School. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, that's pretty good. That's awesome. That's he good. did Stripes. He wrote uh, Stripes. He wrote Stripes. Caddyshack Meatballs. Animal House, you are right. He did do, He did write Animal yeah. House. And that's just what he wrote. Wow. That's just what he wrote. That guy could... At 69, if he wasn't married, he can go to a uh, bar yeah. and clean up. <laughs> Let's go. You know what I wrote? The girls wouldn't even know. They'd be 20-somethings. Yeah, they had no idea. So. They, would, they would Google it when they got home. What a bummer. By yeah. the way, people listening live in the chat room, if you hear any hissing... From our recording, please let us know, because I'm looking at the meters, and it looks like we are hissing on the bottom one. Yeah. It might be coming through mono. I know that's like technical speak, but we are on the internet. This is not like a big, you know, state-of-the-art studio. Yeah. It's been a while since we had some technical difficulties. The, so we were due. The inch of dust on our mixing board. Oh, my goodness. Could be the culprit. I, <laughs> I would imagine. It's like a, it's about three inches of dust on this thing. The fact that that boar should have died like four years ago. Literally, I bought this thing and what, what, this was in the 90s, I think I bought this thing. <laughs> it was 1999 or 2001, I don't know when. Because I'll take the blue one. Yeah. That's what I got, a blue board. You got the world's, the biggest board for a podcast, essentially. Yeah, yeah so funerals, man. I didn't want to get started on funerals, that. Funerals, uh, man. I don't know if I should dedicate. Nah, I'm not going to do that. You're going to dedicate. No, no one wants this show ever dedicated to them. No, <laughs> you don't dedicate this show to anybody unless you. Do have you a, dedicate radio shows? Unless you have a death wish for somebody. You don't do that, right? No. I tell you, you ever one about like shows that like after the episode of some like show on TV is over, they would say dedicated to Jane, blah blah blah, or whatever. You ever see that on the end of a show? I was like, yeah, oh, whatever yeah, those yeah, people, yeah. Whatever happened? Or oh, then I always get like. You ever see, like, dedicated, and then they show, like, you know, some old man, and then, you know, the year he, he died, that year. You're like, oh, someone died, but they dedicated this show. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, they always do that. But don't, don't dedicate the show to your uncle I'm Bob. never going to. That would be no, disrespectful. No. But he knew about the show. He used to ask me about it. That's cool. And I'd tell him, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's so- Let's talk about college football. That's, <laughs> like, a more interesting thing. <laughs> yes. He loved that. Good guy, though. Very, very, uh, always had, he was one of them type of guys that you, you like, Whenever he spoke, you were just like, you know, I know this guy's got something interesting. I'm always going to listen. I'm just right. going to listen. Oh, I like how he had, that. Yeah, he, he had that, uh, I wish I had. I don't even have that, even though I do the radio Ability show. to speak? Yeah, ability to speak, <laughs> but to have some sort of thought behind everything I said. <laughs> I don't think I have ever had a thought. Was still 38 waiting. years old, almost. You already said, as soon as you have a good thought, you're, you're, you're tapping out into the show, so. <laughs> I, might just, I might just expand that from the show. As soon as I have a good thought, I might just... You know, peace out on the old uh, world that we live in. Oh, move really? On, move on to the next one. Slitter wrist. Start a whole new out. cycle. <laughs> Start a whole new cycle. I tell you what, I saw a great movie that uh, that just passed me by. Oh. And I don't know if people. I, I now I just forget the name of it. Uh, this is the end. 
Yeah, what? You haven't seen that? Is it called This Is The End? That's what, like, everybody who's famous is yeah, in like, it? It's like those, those comic guys, yeah, new the, comic yeah, the guys. Apatow crew. Is it? The Apatow crew? Yeah, like Franco and... Yeah, I saw that, man. That was pretty good. His face? That was, was pretty, a good. It was a good watch, right? A lot of uh, vulgarity in there. Oh, yeah. That I like. <laughs> I can't even... I can't repeat half of it, but yeah. it's very uh, vulgar, very good. A lot of... Lot of funny stuff in that film. And I love that uh, Rihanna kicks the bucket. Not That's even right. like a quarter way through. That's right. She just, she just dies in a hole. Michael Sarah has flames. such a, Michael Sarah plays a druggie. I'm not giving it away. Don't worry. But he's like completely drugged. Because it's supposed to be, if you're not familiar with the film and you've been living under a rock, basically the film is, this is them being real. This is them being this really is the, them. This is them as actors. This is them in real life. In real life. In real life. Really. They're, they're playing themselves... In real life, but it's all tongue in cheek because Michael Sarah has always come across as this nice, quiet little boy, and then apparently in this real life, he's, he's gonna... like a super druggy and yeah. always trying to like hook up with women. He does more cocaine than the guy from Scarface in his damn mm. movie, and he's found in a laundry room with the blonde. Uh, you know, that was great. Such a great sipping film. on his juice. You know what I'm saying? Such a great little film. Sipping on his juice. So how how'd you find that? Like, how did you the Sunday afternoon hangover? All oh, right, that mode, you know. I just flicked that one on, man. That made me laugh in my uh, comatose state for hours. You know, I finally saw Captain Phillips the other day. The boat movie, yeah. In short, Castaway Two, Electric Boogaloo. Really, Castaway on a boat. <laughs> it was good. I can't. You know what? Every time I see a movie with Tom Hanks. By the way, we, it's a good good topic to bring up because this is Oscar week. Oh. By the time uh, we do our next show, Oscars will have already happened. Uh, every time I see Tom Hanks in a movie, I'm just going, hey, there's Tom Hanks somewhere <laughs> doing something. What do you mean? It's just Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks, the movie. I'm almost I'm almost at that point with DiCaprio, but he kind of like gives a little bit more effort. You're saying every Tom time, Hanks isn't trying? I tapped out on, literally I tapped out on Tom Hanks almost after uh, the last one. It's it's borderline Philadelphia or uh, Forrest Gump. I I would tap you out. Because after those two, I was just like, now every movie I see, because he became uber famous, he became like two time Oscar winner. So, and I'm just like, now it's just Tom Hanks in a movie. I can't get, I can't, like, I can't see him playing I characters. See. You know, I just you like just see just, Tom Hanks. Now I'm looking at him and him doing his art of acting. You know, and I'm not paying attention to the story. I understand that. I'm just sure. looking how, how great of an actor he is. Sure. And half the time, it's just Tom Hanks. You know, reading lines. Right. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that with a Tom Hanks. I get that with uh, George Clooney now. Clooney is like, you see him in the galaxy, whatever the hell movie, uh, Gravity? Yeah. It was just like, it, it's him being George Clooney. I'm good looking Clooney in a spacesuit. Right, now he's right, exactly. being, being the, you know, debonair, whatever, debonair, debonair, whatever. Debonair. Even, even Sandra Bullock, same thing with the Gravity. It's like, it's just Sandra Bullock. Yeah. She's going to talk about, like, uh, where's her kid? Like, you want to say, she's in space. What about her kid? <laughs> What about the uh, motorcycle guy? What happened to him? If I'm floating around in space, the last thing I'm thinking about is what the hell's happening on Earth. Last thing I'm thinking about. Did I pay my mortgage? Like, who cares? I'm floating around in space. I gotta, I gotta fix this damn thing that somebody just created. There's no manual to this horse shit. How would you chew tobacco <laughs> in space? <laughs> I tell you what, my little, my little astronaut screen yeah. will be full of tobacco spit. Try to put the cup up there and you can't because you're hitting the glass. I would be the worst smelling astronaut in the history of the <laughs> NASA. 
Oh god, your spit bottle would just be floating in the in in the cockpit and just By oh. the way, if you do pass gas in an astronaut uniform, oh. does that float up to your mask? That's a good question. Is that all just one solid, hollow, solid piece? Someone get NASA. Can we get NASA on the phone? We need to find it. Give me, give me a rocket scientist from NASA to call into this crap of a show. <laughs> he passed the gas. I bet you they listen to this in the control room at NASA. They, oh, you're right, because it's... Cause it's a release for them. So they think it so much. Go but, ahead. But I think you actually bring up a good question, because, right, it's all... It, it's airtight. Right, it's, got, it's airtight, but is it, like, airtight... From the neck up and also from the neck down. Well, I, I, I mean, there's got to be a cutoff. It's got to be got to be separation between the head and the in the body. Right. So those it can't be like any air going through the neck portion, like the collar. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm thinking. That makes sense. I mean, from what I understand, like, it's even like a crazy process just to take a piss. In space. They gotta do like crazy. They. I mean, what if you have to go to the bathroom up there? That's gotta be such well, a. Well, you process. will. You're up there for months. But what if you're like doing what Clooney and uh, the other bro were doing in space, fixing yeah, stuff, right. and they got the uh, the asteroid uh, thing whipping around the the Earth in some sort of uh, force field, right? Whipping around them like every hour and a half or something like that, right? And you're fixing that thing. You can't go back into the uh, shuttle and go, you know, where's the bathroom? Right, right, right. You got to stay up there. We're right you, back, hitting the head. <laughs> yeah. What if you? I mean, it's a process, right? It's a huge process. So they, do they like they gotta control what if you had the their diets? What if you had the rumblies and the tumblies? Forget it, you're doomed. Right? The, I bet you there's no morning coffee. No, up there in space. No, no, no. Because no. that gets the uh, yeah. <laughs> go, 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 go. Because if I if I have a cup of coffee in space, it's, and if it's eleven o'clock, <laughs> I better not be outside doing some spacewalk. Kieran can't Kieran can't do his uh, NASA chores until after eleven thirty. He's got to make sure he's all clear. Because <laughs> I'm going to be dropping my own little asteroids all over the place. What you doing? You know what I mean? There's going to be some space debris. <laughs> I like to see my <laughs> space to. I like to see what my club of dung would hit, do to a do to a planet. What? By the way, there was. A, did you see that? There was an asteroid that hit the what? Uh, the moon, something like that. Stop! It happened in like two thousand. Yeah, NASA, NASA always comes out with this stuff like a year after it happens, but like September uh, twenty thirteen, one just blasted into the moon. Did it? Did they it have hurt, a, they did like hurt a, it? They have a video of it. Some reason somehow TMZ was there. <laughs> I got video of it. Eleven was on the scene. <laughs> There's video of this thing. It just looks like a speck. It looks like uh, you know, it looks like a firefly at night in the summertime. That's all it looks like. But it's a massive asteroid that hit the. That's crazy. Uh, I know. I, I didn't hear about that. Did you Apparently, it happens a lot. I read the Facebook. <laughs> it was on Facebook. I, I guess Your I'm, news feed. I'm that friends is with some interesting people. I guess. Or wow, internet asteroid. stuff. Isn't it like bad? Like if, if uh, something happens to the moon, we're all screwed up. Let's call it a day. It screws up all the tides and everything. Something happens to the moon, we're all screwed oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was just the sun. No, the moon. Moon as well. The moon is very important for, for like the gravitational pull and all that. The moon looks like the ghetto of planets. It really is. It's got what is it? Got? It looks like such a. It's like the mastic of planets. <laughs> no one ever wants to go there. It looks awful from a distance. It's that creepy house at the end of a dead end street. No one wants to go there. But yeah, it's important. I know this. I know that the moon's important, but I'm trying to think of the reason I can't. I, I, I really didn't pay attention to science. Because <laughs> my uh, it makes our nights pretty. That's what the moon's for. My science teacher in uh, high school was about. She was a female, and she was really pushing about f- f- 
four fifty at least. Oh boy, yeah, she was. She uh, had her own gravitational pull. The entire time I was looking at her, I was like, "Oh my god, downstairs must look like a horror show." <laughs> That's all you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's like talking about a haunted house between her legs. Whoosh. It's gonna be a jungle. Talk about the rainforest. Uh, <laughs> very moist. That's all oh, I'm saying. I see what you could be dried up. Like barren. I don't know. Whatever. Either or. <laughs> Why am I talking about this? We were talking about uh, aeronautics or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the asteroid hit the moon. Yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea. It's back in September, you said? It's September of 2013. That's the asteroid moon. Uh, it's there, Rock. Is it in the news? But if that happens to you, I mean, that happened in Russia like last year. By the way, why is everybody in Russia driving around with the dashboard cams? There's a lot of like corruption going on over there, or something. Well, that's it's it's becoming more and more popular, especially with, like taxis and commercial vehicles, because then uh, it prevents lawsuits. It's they're able to matter, you know, their uh, companies are able to watch yeah. their driver. So it's it's you know. Do you remember that from like I think it was last year that footage of that guy driving in Russia and that freaking uh, the meteorite comes oh, through right, the yeah. atmosphere and just yeah. burns up. And, it looks like if I saw that driving down the LIE, man, I, I would just pull it left and straight into a tree. <laughs> I'm not living through the horror show of that, the aftermath, but it turns out it wasn't that bad. Right. That looked like that footage from that dash cam that was shot that was real. It looked like uh, that movie with uh, Will Smith from back in the day with the... Uh, what is that? Wild Wild West? Fourth of July Independence, oh, Independence Day. Day. It looked like the Independence Day. That's what it looked like. It was scary as hell. Oh, Brian Monroe. Call, you're on the air. Brian, hello. About the dashboard cameras? Yeah, yeah. dashboard cameras in uh, Russia. That's what we're talking about. There we go. Okay. Yeah, basically the issue in that was, was my understanding, and Ren's, Ren's back in this, is that it has to do the insurance fraud. I guess, Ian, when you were over in, the, in Russia, the people that are reliable, if you are a driver, you're responsible in that sense. So you can get sued personally, I guess is my understanding, or at least your insurance company can, and it's really a problem. So it kind of makes you so that they don't, you know, limit liability basis, the idea. So, yeah, all right, there you go. That makes sense. Yeah. By the way, we're, we're talking about Oscar week, so we're going to get back to that. We're about five roads away from that, <laughs> but we're going to get back to it. Look, you just talked about it, so I want to make sure people do understand. Bring that. up that, if you can find that, find that like Russian asteroid stuff. you got to watch oh, that I saw, I saw the video. It looks like a little white dot. Yeah. It could have been anything. Uh, oh, the one with the moon? This Yeah, it, it, this, that thing was nothing, but the asteroid one from Russia. Russian, oh, ass, oh, right, right, right. Russian, like, our meteorite, it might be meteorite. There's, like, a difference between asteroids yeah, and meteorite. There it is. Slows over Russia, yeah. Yeah, look at this thing. This thing's freaking ridiculous. Valentine's Day night, but not of course, we're going to have some hot bro to introduce it for yeah, us. Right. They're Russian, they're going to be hot, you know. <laughs> now, this one's aging for some reason. Even better. Watch this thing. Here's the footage. Look at that thing coming through the sky. If I'm driving down the LIE and that's happening... I'm peacing out. I'm peacing out on life. I don't even want to know what the aftermath is. That looks amazing. That's amazing. And there's what it sounded like. Imagine if you're sitting in your living room and you're watching like Stuart Scott on Sports Center. Sure. His eye and an asteroid comes barreling through you. <laughs> his lazy eye and that thing comes through you <laughs> through your living room. You wouldn't even know. That is crazy. All right, we got it. Hold on, uh, Hold on, Brian. Everybody's calling in about the asteroid stuff because everybody wants the world to end, apparently. 
Darth, you're on the uh, show. What's going on, fella? Not shit, man. It's been a while since I talked to you. I just caught up with some of your old episodes. I'm on my way to work now, so I can't actually listen to you live. But I did want to call in and say one fucking thing. Okay. Fuck Andrew. Oh, come on. Uh, we just had a meeting with him today. Uh, I got it. We got it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Darth, for a month we didn't hear from that guy. And the day we have a meeting with Andrew, he calls in. <laughs> Two words out of his mouth. Uh, did we just hang up on everybody? Oh, no, Brian's still there. Is he? No, oh, no. We just, no, Rocket just cleared the lights. <laughs> <laughs> off, 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 off. Uh, yeah, we just had a meeting with Andrew. Yeah. We weren't even going to talk about it. We just had, it was nice. We smoothed things over. Yeah, Everything's fine. Brian. Now Brian's Brian. Brian. Next color, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the asteroid thing. I love uh, Darth from Tennessee's a loyal listener. Yes. The guy lives and breathes our radio show. I totally appreciate that. But Andrew also loves the radio show as well. He's trying to help it out. And I mean, look. There you go. At the end of the day, Andrew wants to see you guys succeed and do things more than just having, I don't know, 10 people in the chat room or does you know whatever but the right. point about it is is that he's looking for positive things right you know looking out for you guys best interests you know okay. yes yes yes, yes. And we, even know, we know 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 and i apologize yeah, yeah, yeah. to darth i jumped the gun a little bit i probably should have gave him a chance but i yeah i got a little nervous immediately so i just i tapped out by the way darth wasn't even listening to the show he said that yeah he wasn't even he's just calling in on a whim just to drop that right so i apologize and next time i'll be a little bit more you know, we'll just, you know. Just but I, I got to tell you, after that episode aired, when we had the little beef, we had a lot of people wrote in about, you know, keep the show, you know, help you guys work it out, blah, 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 all this stuff. I appreciate all those things that everybody wrote in, and, and it, it really shows that people like the show and, 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 and are dedicated to it and been listening to it for a long time. Truly, um, it, it's, it's, it, it hits me at my heart. And I would imagine if Rock read the things, it would hit him at his heart, too. Right. And it, oh, it's, a really, so. it's a really touching thing, and it, it, it shows that, you know, people like out there, I don't know, just dig the way we talk or something, or, or, or the, the chemistry that Rock and I have together, which I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's nice, you know. All right, back to the asteroid. Right. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was amazing, the asteroid. <laughs> and by the way, that was months ago that we're talking about. And I tell you what, I tell you what, and that's just how it happens. Folks, and I'm getting off into another change. I'm going to get back to the Oscar thing. Um, that's how it happens. That's how death happens when it, when it's an accident like that. Like today, I was sitting in my living room okay. preparing for the show, and a damn tree in the backyard fell right in front of my uh, sliding glass door. Just, sli- just that thing, if that thing fell another 10 feet... Crushing me dead, and I wouldn't even known. Why did the tree fall? Windy. Apparently, it was windy for some reason, and it fell. I mean, there's a, there's an. A, 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 it's not wow. really newsworthy, but there's a tree on the patio right now. And if it was different, just a little bit further, you would have been underneath it. Yeah. You ever go driving down the road and uh, all the, every day? Yeah, you go driving down the road and like a pebble hits the, your windshield. Oh, sure. It's a kind of a big one, and it hits right the windshield right in front of your head. Right. What if that? What if you didn't have a windshield? You don't have time to blink. That's true. When you recognize it, it's already boom, yep. and it's gone. It's already hit the windshield and gone. It's already yeah. a crack there. Yeah, no, it's true. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. So if you see an asteroid, just <laughs> fuck, just bail. Just bail. Bail. 
Okay. Dig a hole. Just yeah. dig a hole. If you're driving in the car, just jackknife that bastard. <laughs> Wait, what? Just bail out on life. But if everyone in Russia did that, then people would just kill themselves for no reason. Cause nobody... I know. That would be great. We'd get rid of that freaking... Oh, I see. I mean, Sochi Olympics. Jesus Christ. It was 60 degrees half the time there. Yeah. It's Winter Olympics, Vladimir. Winter. Well, Maybe you put that... You're, 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 yeah, you got the biggest country in the world. How about go a little bit north? <laughs> I'm going to pick the most southern part of my country to have the Winter Olympics. Generally speaking, it went off well, though. It did pretty well. You know? And now, uh, what is it? Uh, Poing Hings get it against the next one? The Poing Hings? Poing Hing? What country is that? Somewhere in China, I think, or something. <laughs> is, that, is that where it is, Brian? Brian knows this. <laughs> not, not sure. Man, no, Poing I'm... Hing, something like that. But it's Oscar week. Getting back to Oh, the... right, yes. With that uh, being said. So, uh, yes. Yeah, Gravity. What do we got? Gravity. I saw Nebraska. I ranted about that. That movie's just nothing. Literally, that looks like it was a student film. Don't go watch that. Uh, I'm surprised. It's it's embarrassing that 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 film is even in the category. Nebraska. It's a sweet, good. You know, it might you might make your heart feel well or well, something. Well, then it did a good job. Then what's the problem? It's just nothing to it, though. There's not enough to it. There's not. The characters are very dry, bland. But it's about Nebraska, so. It's not about Nebraska. It's, it should be. It's it's just it's awful. Oh, it's uh, that's, that's what Andrew says. <laughs> it's it's terrible. It's 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 embarrassing that that was somebody was just like, oh yeah, this one's good. They must have been high when they watched it. Honestly, I never saw it. Brian, did you see Nebraska? I haven't seen Nebraska. No, I didn't. Sorry. No, it's terrible. Well, it's just very, it's boring. I mean, I mean, if you look at Goodfellas, you look like movies from the past that didn't win. Goodfellas, uh, God, you can pick all slew. Captain, I thought Captain also the movie was good. I also thought, you know, those both good movies anyway. So you know, I heard one Captain Phillips, but yeah. it's Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street, Street was good. That one should win just based on the fact that it was three hours long and it was entertaining for the entire three hours. Right, and all the cursing too, anyways, which makes you happy. It wasn't the greatest. <laughs> way. I did the Parted and Goodfellas and Casino are way better than that movie, but it should yeah. win anyway. Right, right. Just by default, because it's up, up against like a black and white film called Nebraska, where the dialect, the dialogue is probably two pages long. Wow, it, it's, it's, ter- it's terrible. It's just I wanted I wanted to like. Did that you movie. see August Osage County? August? Yeah, the movie August. Is that a girl? Julia movie? Roberts and Meryl Streep. Uh, no, nah, the chick saw that one. She yeah. said it was. She said Meryl Streep was really good. Yeah, Meryl Streep can you know act a way out of anything, uh, like a paper bag, a paper bag, or a lot of other descriptive <laughs> dirty things I could think about in my head. Um, but uh. Yeah, I mean, she, she, that was it. It was just like you watched. She said she watched it. It's just Meryl kicking Meryl. ass, taking names right. with the acting, right. and everybody else was just like, "Look, whatever." She's like, yeah, "I don't think people really want to watch a movie." And this is what she also said about that movie. Oh. It's just a it, like a dysfunctional family. Nothing really ever gets resolved. It's true. Why do you want to watch that? That's like everybody's life. That is the cliff note. That's too home. much reality in that. So we saying Wolf of Wall Street? Is that what you're saying right yeah. now? Yeah, because you, you, I'm, I'm with you on that. Two seconds in, you see a hot chick. And then he's got yeah. cash, and then forget it. That's all you need. Yeah, that's the rest. I would give the Oscar just based on the hot chick in the movie. In the movie, honestly, <laughs> I think every guy in America would. That's the hottest chicken. She's going to be the next uh, thing, I would imagine. That girl. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard more about her. She's still kind of like under the radar. Right, I mean, she's probably got so many things in pre-production. You know, 
She's probably making a movie called Ass, starring her. And it's just a shot of her ass. <laughs> that would be Jennifer Lopez. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, she's a little... J-Lo's eh. pushing, uh, what, mid-40s? Yeah. You're right, dude. You're right. They hit the wall anyways. You're right. Move mm. on. <laughs> no, dude, she doesn't hit... She's not hitting the wall, but... You, it's 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 held together with duct tape, and that if stuff it, can become brittle and dry. <laughs> right, and that's right. A choice between a twenty-eight or a forty, or you know, this girl's twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> I tell you what, we all missed our we all missed a boat in our twenties. We all should have been tip-top shape at that point. I was I was as fat as a fat thing when I was in twenties. <laughs> I should have been in my my prime. Uh, oh well. Word up. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that's that. That's we, it. We just did thirty six minutes on stuff. I don't even. I can't even remember. <laughs> but um, it was gravity should not win. Gravity's not going to win. It's it's just a special effects film. The one thing I win. have not seen. Uh, let me look up the. Uh, can uh, can you do it quicker than I can? For the, what the uh, nominations? Because we should have that in front. Grammy nominees. I can do that. Well, not the Grammy nominees. Oscar nominees. Oscar nominees. Sorry. Give me the big. Yeah. Give me the documentaries and give me. The uh, best picture, because I know I'm missing. There's like nine of them. And why do we really need best picture? Uh, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska. Ah, I saw Her. I saw Her. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. That one is good. But it's not going to win because it's too artsy. It's, like it's too not going to win. I, You know what? I could throw that one in the mix. I could put it in the top three of ones to win. I, I saw Nebraska. It's awful. Philomena, I will not watch. 12 Years a Slave, that's what I have been. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Right. <laughs> not gonna. Not, not, uh, that one's good. That one's good. Uh, and all those, I can imagine 12 Years a Slave, even though I haven't seen it. it won the, I think it won the Golden Globe or something. Um, I go top three. Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Her, top four I'll go in, in this order. Number four, Her, number mm-hmm. number. three. Three, I'll go American Hustle. Number two, I'll go 12 Years of Slave, even though I haven't seen it. It won the Golden Globe. And mm. I'll go number one, Wolf of Wall Street. There you go. Yeah. But it's, it's a toss-up between the top three. And the best actor, you're saying? Who do you think? Best actor? Give me yeah. the best actor. Christian Bale, Bruce Dern. That's the guy from The Breath. DiCaprio. The old man. DiCaprio. Uh, the, the, the next guy, I can't even read his name. Twelve years a slave, anyways. Gets a guy. Yeah, he plays. Right. Play, doesn't he play like one of the uh, pirates? I think McConaughey's going to get it because he's like this is the different role, and it's. I you would. Know, I would give it. See, it's going to be not a, a rom com. Clearly, it's a tall up. It, it could go to Bale. To be honest with you, he was great in American Hustle, and I think Christian Bale has come a they, long way in, a, in being an actor. But I would love Matthew McConaughey to win it, sure, just so I can see his Oscar speech. Yes, but that's not a reason for him to win. Right. I can see them giving it to DiCaprio because he's a Hollywood legend. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's a ta- It's really a toss-up because Bale, based on the acting, he should win it. Leonardo, just based on him being Leonardo and doing all such sorts of great movies, and he probably should have won for something in the past. Right. I, feel like might, I feel like, no, I don't think wow. Leo's won, won an should. Oscar. Um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, he won the Golden Globe, but so did... Leo, so see the Golden Globes are weird. They they mix them up, you know. They don't lump them all into I one category. I also, sure I also, yeah, I would get jo- Joanne Hill, uh, he's oh, supporting okay. actor, the guy that remember the guy with the, the nerdy kind of guy with glasses on Wolf Wall Street. 
Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Joanna Will, Joanne Hill, uh, Johnny no, Hill. No, 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 you got you got it all wrong. What's not um, Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it correctly. Yeah, he's never won. Leonardo's never. Yeah, won no, he's never won. Been nominated. I f- he's gonna win one at some point. Whether they give it to him at 39 or 63 is the toss-up. How was he not nominated for Titanic? He was That's a good, very good question. Yeah, but it was an easy role for him to play. Why? That film was gigantic. Just for that alone, should have been an, you. It's like it's like a it's like a given. It's like a free pass. It's like your film is a huge old blockbuster. You got a free pass. Yeah, but what's her head uh, actor? Her, her cojones off in that one. Uh, the brother won. She won. The, well, she won, the, but she was the, yeah. She was nominated and she won. He wasn't even nominated. Yeah, but he played such an easy role. He was listen like, to he you. Was the listen to you, guy. You could. You said you. The could. most difficult thing he did was stand on in front of that boat in the movie. You're saying you could have done the most it? difficult thing. Get on the boat. <laughs> it was Leo's boat movie. See, that's why uh, Tom Hanks should have won. He's not even nominated. Um, that's true. He's not even nominated for best actor in a leading role, and he missed out on playing uh, the uh, retard too. He didn't win that. Blood, Blood Diamond would be another good one. He was also in two, apparently. Yeah, in it, wasn't good, it wasn't that good of a movie. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Anyway, so that's why. Uh, you know what, Inception. Leo? You know what, Leo was really great in what The Departed. Yeah, he was awesome in The Departed. Like when I watched The oh, Departed, yeah, I don't, I'm not looking. I, like I'm not looking at Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm looking at some guy going through some serious stress. Oh, I got another call I'm going to take, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. There goes Brian. Call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, this is Ray from Chicago. Ray! Hey! Chicago! Shy town Go Bears! Go Sox! All right. Oh, wait, not oh, those no, Sox. No, no, no. They, they suck. I'm originally from Detroit. Watch them out before y'all even say anything. No, we're not. We're not. We're not, not going <laughs> to <laughs> oh man, the things I want to say there, right? Yeah, I know, I know. The list will go on. I just, I just called because I've been listening to you all. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, <laughs> listening to you all since uh, 07. Uh Actually, I never. I found you all by accident. I um, what is it, Barefoot Radio or whatever that that hippie out in California or uh, Colorado? Yeah. yeah, Colorado, Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the show when y'all came back from the X. And you lost your virginity for the second time. Uh, yes. And um, I banged the girl. I, I, I think her name was one eight hundred mattress. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's what it was officially in a motel six. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I've, I've been listening to y'all since then, and y'all y'all have helped me through uh, a lot of stuff. And wow. Even though Karen has gotten kind of increasingly racist, I'm black. <laughs> Uh, over the last two years, and I think Rocket yes. is kind of falling in line sometimes. Uh, I still love y'all guys. Thank you. Well, I, I'm really you know glad what? Y'all still I can't wait to talk about the story about NFL uh, like right. implementing a penalty yes. if uh, players on the field use the N word towards each other right. or at each other. I, I, I really think that's ridiculous. I think they might as well just get rid of all the felons, too. Why not just do that? I know, but it, it's crazy because you think about it. Uh, if they, they, they penalize a player and they call out his number, say like uh, penalty, personal foul number twenty four, use the n word towards somebody. Right? Would you want as a player? Would you want to be called out to the entire stadium? Exactly. That you just use the n word, well, exactly. even right. if you're black exactly. or not. Well, that's the easiest way to prevent people from saying it at all. I know it's crazy. Yeah. It opens yeah. up. It, it opens up a like a holy a, a big platform to, for debate. I would oh, imagine. Yeah. 
And what if, what if a white guy uses it? Well, that ain't going to happen. That wouldn't happen. That's that never going to happen. That ain't going to happen. But, you know, what if what if somebody's... What if what if a referee mistakens yeah, that's a white guy right. for saying the N-word well, to anybody a, saying to it. somebody? Well, anybody oh, saying it. I would love it. Yeah. I love it. It would turn into a comedy show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then well, they have to go to instant replay. They'll be like audio replays. <laughs> <laughs> but, but would that, would that wow. white guy have some sort of like... Like a lawsuit or something? Right. Yeah, because I got to admit, defamation of character. You have to be escorted out of the out of the stadium. Absolutely, right defamation of character. It's yeah. possibly be lawsuits if someone says, "No, I didn't say yep. that." Yeah, and and they were yep. like, uh, I guess the debate was, is it like a freedom of speech issue? I mean, it is. I guess freedom of speech to use that word, but you're an idiot. I guess if you use it, you know. Yeah. And not that I guess if you use it, you're an idiot if you. But use it's it. you're within the workplace, so but, you, you you this is a job, so it's within the workplace. It's like going to any right. other job, and you're not supposed to do and saying. It, it yeah, is. But this is not this is not a regular job. These are millionaires beating up their bodies, and most of them hate to say it are black. So <laughs> pretty freely. So what do you expect? No, no, I get that, but okay, you're right, but it's still they're contractually obligated, so yeah. it is still a business. So it's like, hey, you, you want to get paid those millions? You want to get all the lights, camera, and action? Okay, you can't do that. I mean, it's really I blame yeah, I blame breast cancer awareness month. I think all this pink <laughs> is going to Goddell's head, and this is what's causing all this. All those pink jerseys, right? <laughs> yep. Pink jerseys for an entire month. Yeah. I hate to take Bill Burr's stick, but an entire month is a little too too much. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm on board with that. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It, it is, and it, yeah. it, it it you're right though. Like the, these guys are employees of the NFL yeah. under that umbrella, so they can say, you know, you cannot use that word on the field right. during play because you're at work. You're at work. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. It, it, they're gonna do it, right? It is. It's uh, it's it written in stone. Like it. I don't know if it's yet, but it's. Yeah, I thought like it was already approved. I thought it was already. I can't see now that they said it though. Not now that they've already brought it out there. I, I can't see the owner saying no, no, we're not gonna vote on that. I'm I'm willing to bet it's already written in stone. I just don't know how it's gonna be enforced because even though I was joking about it before. So it's just a matter of the hearsay. If the referee hears it, and it's gonna be like, okay, because with with plays, you could do video replay because it's right there. But hearing it, what do they now have microphones on all the players? So well, they could some see. of them are mic'd up. Though. That's true. They do mic up players during games. That's true. That right. is true. What what shouldn't happen is uh, like when like you know how there's audio taken of the players on field and they're always talking right. and it's it's always like broadcasted afterwards or there are there's like files of it in some uh like on Fox or NBC has it yeah if they play that back and find a player for using the n word during that i think that's that's horse crap right right but if right. it's happening in oh, real yeah. time and the and the field of play and the referee yeah. hears it Okay, go ahead and use it but not like after the now, fact now what about other racial slurs when does that get into play well it's going that's the other Thing to the argument is, it, could it be a trickle down effect? Could it, what, what if uh, you know the f word is used, fag? What if what if somebody calls somebody a right, fag, right, 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 or something, or or a pussy, or right, something like right. that? Is that is that going to be bad? Or then is that going to be finable? Yeah, I know the end. What certainly if somebody drops a c bomb, <laughs> right? Oh boy, especially during October with all that pink. That's it. You ought to leak. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can literally say that to the entire uh, uh, team of the Oakland Raiders because there are a bunch of uh, C-bombs. 
and a play <laughs> well. Yeah. Or a bunch of Seahawks. They play well, I didn't want to hold y'all up. I just, I just wanted to call and say you do still have at least one black listener. Hey, hey. So happened to be called Ray. And, you know, y'all keep doing what y'all doing, and you really helped out a lot of, a lot of people. So. Well, thank you so thank much, you. Ray. I appreciate the phone call, man. And uh, no problem. You, uh, you stay tuned because we're switching our whole thing into hip-hop. <laughs> no more rock and roll <laughs> yeah. rejoiners. It's all going to be hip-hop, DMX, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, Grandmaster Flat. Yeah, I- I'll hold my breath on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray. Ray All right, good night. Good call, man. Thanks. All right, there Ray, goes Ray, Ray from Chicago. I everybody. think anyone, if you listen to our show and you're black, your name has to be Ray, apparently. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, we've had two uh, African-American listeners, and they've both been named Ray. First one was Ray Ray. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He's been listening a long time in Barefoot Radio. That was, that that, was a long time ago. Yeah, what is uh, Paul from Barefoot Radio doing these days? Well, first of all, he's got marijuana radio. Oh, right. It switched to marijuana radio. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I think he. I think he's done with it. I don't know. I don't remember. Long time. All right, what are we talking about? Everything. Oh, the Oscars. <laughs> this is the potpourri segment. Oh, we did, we did the uh, Oscar thing, so I guess you guys got that figured out. And uh, yeah, this NFL thing is interesting, though. It's gonna be. It's crazy because it's they're, they're gonna need to figure out how to. Uh, I don't know what the word is. How they're going to judge it? Like, because would you want to be the first referee to call that penalty? No, personal foul number. 56. Dropping in bombs. What's it going to be called? Just a personal foul? He called number 36 the N-word and told him that his mom was fat. Right. And she sucks a lot of stuff. Yeah. stuff. I'm not going to, especially as a Caucasian referee, I'm, I would never call that. If I'm a white referee, I'm not calling that. Is Brian being racist by saying it would work, but it's a slippery slope? Was Brian just being racist there? Was that a little tongue-in-cheek? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> never mind. Uh... What well, my problem with this whole entire thing is, is that remember Michael Richard? What happened to him when he was yeah, on stage and he sure. said what he said, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now the problem basically comes down to is that my concern is is they start calling this stuff. If they call it wrong, it's too easy for them to make a mistake on that kind of thing, and then the person being labeled for the rest of their life as being the person they're not, in essence, right? Sure. Because right. somebody else made because the the, the uh, ref basically made a bad call, you know. Right. And and I just don't think it's. The place of the refs to be involved with doing these things. Let's be clear about something. I don't think people should be saying these things on the field and making you know whatever. But that's it's just when they, the problem is when you take it off the field into something that stands here and everything else, right? You know, sure. that's where I find the problem with it. Yeah. The, it, it, what are you saying? Like after the fact that people players get fined for using it? Is that what you're saying? Well, what I'm saying basically is if it turns out that the ref gets it wrong and he does oh. something wrong, you know, then the right. person will be labeled as being like this racist scumbag, whatever you want to call it, you know. I certainly, if I'm a referee in the NFL and I happen to hear that, the N-word drop to another player right? in a derogatory, obviously it's always derogatory, but right. uh, I want to see it coming out of his mouth before I call it. Like I don't, right. I don't want it, I don't want it to happen behind my head, and I don't see who said it, you know, or, or make a judgment call to who th- who I thought might have said it. I want to see it coming out of his mouth. And right, and point? that's my problem. Basically, my problem is it's when they hear something, think it comes from one person, then it comes from somebody else. Sound travels around different ways. You aren't hundred percent sure always in a crowded stadium like right. that. Who said it? You know. Right. 
Right. They they just they just don't want it happening. And I yeah, I, I guess I, I you, you, you got to make a rule. It's to me. It's just my problem is that I'm not defending the people that say it. I'm being really clear about that. Is the fact that it's wrong for them to have a rule that says you can't say it because it's too easy to be abused and being wrong anyways right. that's my problem basically be honest with you it's, it's a rule if i was a referee i wouldn't even touch yeah <laughs> no i wouldn't implement it whatsoever so scared to be the first one because you asked that before we want to be no of course you don't want to no it's not just the referees but like i said then i'm thinking about the team itself or the player and everything else and Maybe the owner and, and who the knows how far it goes anyways, you know, because of like defamation because if you were wrongly accused, because first they have to determine they have to have proof. It can't just be, oh, you know, oh, that guy said it because with video, you see it. You can see if a player right. steps out of bounds. It's there. Right. But there's yeah. no way to really determine. Oh, so they're going to play back audio and then who's mm. going to like exactly. And certainly when they do, if they do call it and when the referees, does, you know, the the the, the crew chief gets on the mic and says it to the crowd, he's not going to say that it was a... He's not going to identify that it was an N-word penalty. Or maybe they're going to say it's a team foul. Maybe they it, won't it, refer it, to it yeah, as a they'll player. Call, they'll probably call it a personal foul, yeah. but they probably right. won't indicate what kind of personal foul it was. Okay. And probably the commentators who are calling the game will probably make that judgment whether it was a verbal personal foul or a, you know... Well, the fact that it's that vague, everyone will know what the... Because every other call is very specific down to the player numbers. So if they just say... I know, but the people there immediately in the building, crowd, teams, players, they're not going to know. But people watching will know. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. People hearing a TV feed would know. I mean, I, and that's, I, I that's, mean, a, that's better. Jay's got just find the guy after the game. I like that. Right. Don't make it a scene on the field. Make it after. I agree. But they want agree. they want to make it a 15-yard penalty so that it doesn't happen. It's stupid because it, it, the 15-yard penalty is not what you need out of the deal. Just find the person. I agree. This is not about the play of the game. If, if it's they, a question if, you're if really they, trying to – I think if they do the fining after the game and not make it a penalty towards the team – these guys are just these guys are just gonna blow their cash on fines. Well, they well, are fine. Fine. I know they it's are like now. A, look, it, but it, these people. Well, wait, do people remember what's called a square jar? And of course, you probably hopefully would know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, square jar for <laughs> you know, sure. I mean, it's it's the idea is that's what they need basically. If the NFL needs a square jar, basically, or something like that, do that. Implement that basically as a solution. You know, but don't make it be something that goes like I said. I just really have a problem where that you could hear something wrong, and then it's like use finger points, and it's like, oh yeah, this and said it, and then, you know, then the first person's some black sheep for the rest of their career. Who knows? Yeah, you know? I, I agree. I don't think it should be something that happens on the field because there's too many... It's hard to... There's so much going on in the field. That's right. Like, how are we going to know? And I get it. Like, what's 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 the fine? Make the fine really steep, you know? Right. Right, but these guys are idiots they're 20 they're, they're 20 22 23 they're not that they're not that dumb the believe me they backs, don't want to lose their the defensive cash. the defensive players know that if they hit a guy in a certain area on the field nowadays they they can get fined up to 50 75,000 sure, sure now right. you now you're going to put on their back along with the, obviously the offensive players but you're also going to put on the defensive players who have to think about if they hit somebody in the wrong way they're going to get fined but it, now their language on the field yeah. At the playing a violent game, they're they're I mean, literally if you hit a guy wrong and then call him the N-word, you could be $150,000 in a hole. That's right. For yeah. doing your job. Right. 
which is ridiculous. I, I, I agree. I, I think we're all in agreement, hopefully, on this. Then they shouldn't do it, or just they should don't do it. Do just, it. Just straight Look, up, self control. I don't care if these it should guys be. Are just it, should, it should be. I don't care. It should be a, a if it's gonna like you guys said. If it should be a fine after the fact, after the game, it should be a straight. You know what? Two thousand, five thousand dollar fine or something like that. No more. Make it. Make it ridiculous. Make it like twenty five grand. Twenty five grand. grand. Sure. Um, and. No money, and they could put the money towards something good, like you know, education or whatever you want yes, to say. Absolutely. I mean, that's going right back in Cadell's uh, yeah, yeah, right. pocket. Yeah, that's for uh, you know, he's taking that money to Sapphire. For, is that nice? Yeah, summer beach party in the Hamptons <laughs> in the summertime. <laughs> this party is brought to you by every defensive back. Him and his nonprofit <laughs> organization. That you know yeah. that right? That NFL is a nonprofit organization. Is it? Yeah. What scumbags? Can you believe that? That's not. It can't be true. It's a nonprofit oh. organization. You know, Roger Cordell makes like thirty-five million dollars a year, or something like that. The commissioner. It's ridiculous how much he makes more than. Wow, well, all the players. He makes more than all the players. That's not true in baseball, is it? No, the the, the commissioner doesn't even make, doesn't really make that much at all. Uh, Rock's trying to look up at the NFL as a non-profit organization. Really? NFL they are is really considered That's a non-profit, question mark. They are yeah, non NFL League office is considered by the IRS a non-profit organization. Like wow. I said, which, which is a big, huge scandal because the NFL itself, I mean, makes billions. I mean, it's insane. I mean, it, it, the, and, yeah, he made 29 mil last year. I don't 29 million? What does one do with 29 million dollars in a year? A lot of stuff. <laughs> well, I know I know what most of the players do with their you know, blow. three million. <laughs> yeah. They spend it in two nights at some strip club in Atlanta. That's right. <laughs> they like they just find a strip club. Oh, you know what? This viewer in the chat room will the players get rat, red or black challenge flags? Oh, I, like, <laughs> I get it. Ding ding ding. But actually, it also brings up a good point. Can a player challenge? Can a player challenge? Throw the black flag. Throw the black flag. <laughs> That would be awful. Like the indicator for the N-word being dropped is a black flag. <laughs> that would be uh, terrible. Uh, it's it's this is it's dangerous territory they're getting into. Did you also hear about you want to talk about, you know, controlling what you say? Did you hear about I just heard this on the radio this morning. The FCC is considering creating a special unit that will monitor in-house newsrooms for what yes. news yes. they are sending out to the public yes Brian whether did. whether it's uh contrived or well not, they they, stuff. they it, the, the details didn't get that far as far as i heard because now the fcc is is um reworking their strategy because i guess initially it just came out like we're going to control what the newsrooms say. Right. But apparently now they need to um, be a little bit more specific and help people understand what they're that, going to do. That just cannot fly. Freedom the of the press? Holy crap. What happens at a newsroom is like where it comes from. Well, from what I understand, and again, I'm going on limited information, the the, the group that's, that's going to be part of this special FCC group is to help uh, uh, the information. It's a minority minority specialized group so hmm. that it, it puts a priority i guess or, or or in the best interest of minorities so any sort i guess the the general objective was to to not necessarily slant the news but not uh pin 
uh, minorities in a bad light. Or, or like, you know, okay, for example. I'm all for that, but I'm, for I, I example, don't want to. You know, like that that kid, uh, you know, hide your kids, hide your, you know, like those stories that go on the news and then they become YouTube right? bullshits. Yeah. I think it might be in terms of stories like this where where people in, in, in you know, these tough situations they, and these crazy videos happen and they're trying to limit oh. these like – ridiculous stories like the, like the lady newsrooms like, in the middle of nowhere just to generate some sort of buzz because they're in the middle of like oklahoma no offense anyone like, in oklahoma. like the like the like the, the the one famous one was a it was a lady from like a, the the product she was like ain't nobody got time for that right and, and that I, became sorry. like an internet sensation right and please understand i'm taking a guess here i'm going on very limited information but uh, that's what i think that it was now they pulled it back they, it's not happening yet because uh-huh. i think they want new restructure the way it's going to be presented when they do do it and it is scary because it is a but but that i i'm gonna ask you this because maybe you have better because the radio radio wouldn't uh nor news wouldn't exist without the fcc like they don't news doesn't the news outlets technically work for the fcc no no they're all private yeah, yeah, they're all private i mean corporations you can't you can't be an anchor and drop the f-bomb right but, but that's, that's they can't the they station. can't they can't touch what you broadcast the content wise they can't like for example I was watching but this, it's going was, over the airwaves and here's the other thing but it's going over the FCC airwaves but but also all no, the, no, the all, FCC gives licenses all, is what it is so it's not necessarily their airwaves the public airwaves and FCC licenses the channels for a lot of money obviously to do that to have access to the spectrum right it, you know. And it all, I think it all breaks down in the in the time of day too. What kind of language? Because if you watch ever watch Anthony Bourdain yeah. on uh, CNN, he does like he goes to like it's like kind of like a documentary series where he goes to like different lands and tells people about yeah. the whatever. He drops the s bomb all there. He says shit all the time on right. his show on CNN all the time. He says, "Well, that's up to discretion of the cable." Believe it or not, every cable network you can they. You, they could curse. There they is can no, curse, but right. they choose not to. They right. just simply right. choose not to. But they have every right to. The only ones who have, I guess, distinct rules to not are the the major. Oh, well, it's the not even over the There's air There's got to be some broadcast. sort of uh, like uh, rule in there. If it's news broadcast, there's got to be some sort of leeway there. I, I think. Well, this got, is why there's there's uh, they pulled it enter- back. Entertainment from news. I, I bet you yeah, they. Deci- I, I bet you there's some sort of difference there. Where they monitor ones differently, like if it's entertainment and there's cursing in it, they're gonna you're gonna get fined. But if it's news newsworthy and there's vulgarities in there, it you know you might not be fined and you can use it. But you have maybe you just as a you know a broadcast station you give a disclaimer. You know what you're gonna hear is shocking to the ears, even though it's not. Everybody uses it every day. Yeah. yeah. See the way that they're saying it's being dropped. I think, from what I understood, what I heard this morning, this was two days ago. This news, but what I heard mm. this morning is that means they're just reworking it so that when they present it again, it's a little bit more understood. Well, uh, I don't like this one whatsoever. <laughs> the Federal Communications Commission, under intense fire this week for proposing to install government agents in radio, television, and even newspaper newsrooms to look at how editorial decisions are made, abruptly backed away from the plan today. Uh, the confirmation was from Sharon Gibson, a spokeswoman from the federal agency. She, she said that the plan was part of the FCC's overall look to access, uh, look at access to the media marketplace. Um, Every, uh, uh, any suggestion that the FCC intends to regulate the speech of news media or plans to put monitors in America's newsrooms is false. The FCC looks forward to fulfilling its obligations to Congress to report on barriers 
to entry into the communications marketplace and is currently revising his proposed study. Revising his proposed study to achieve this goal. You know what? That's just all. That's all nice speech. To right. say that, you know what, we're going to present this in the correct way, but we're still going to govern. Right, we're going to, yeah. Govern where we shouldn't be. Yeah, right. We're going to find a way to present this next time so that the public doesn't find out and we're just going to do it. Yeah, or it <laughs> sounds okay to the minions right. who don't understand, but we're still, we're gonna still. this is our way to get in there and govern. I think mm. that that is horse crap, man. Uh, this is coming from Bubba Newsrooms. Just repurpose AP, CNN stuff. CNN is one book away from running cartoons. At least they dumped peers uh, yeah, and are thinking Morgan, about yeah. putting Ka- Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper together. Wow, CNN is literally infotainment. Kieran well coined this word well infotainment. Just, <laughs> he might just throw Johnny Weir in there. <laughs> putting Kathy Griffin in there. Oh, because like, do people actually... I can't watch, tell which one's female, which one's male with Johnny Weir. Oh. And those two. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Now, Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper is because CNN does their New Year's, which is hilarious that they have a New Year's show. Anderson Cooper is the gayest man in the world. He works too hard. The, the guy's got like two hours, four hours a day on CNN. No way. I think they should bring back Larry King because that would be great. Why? Because he's old and you just want to see him die on air. No. Come on. <laughs> I agree. He's still working. He's working more. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's all over the map. He's doing a... I can't believe they gave up on Piers, though. That's it. He was terrible. Was he, though? He was just... Yes, po- he was. You know what? He, he got in... You know he, what he really did in recent months was the gun control issue. He did right. that for like three months straight yeah. every damn night. I think everybody was just like, you know what? You're British. We Le- get shut up. <laughs> You're British. <laughs> was that the consensus? You're well, British. He, he's on an American news station. He's talking about, you know, American gun laws yeah. constantly. And then he's comparing it to Britain's, uh, England's gun laws. And he's like, you know what? You got a fat face. Shut up. <laughs> Go back to England. You know, if you look like Paris Hilton or something's preaching about that, uh, I think we would listen. okay. Yeah, I'm sure you could probably get what a raise. I don't know. Just some broad. <laughs> you know what? They just There's some hot chick on there. Have a interview stuff. There you go. But done with it. I, you know what? I would like to see Larry King back there. So what are they going to do if Pierce is gone? He's gone in March. That's what they said. I can't believe they're going to do Kathy Quick Griffin. Quick exit. Cooper. No. Kathy Griffin should not be allowed to do anything anymore. Please. She can barely host the New York's Rock and Eve or whatever the hell it is with Anderson <laughs> Cooper. She can barely do that. I don't think she can even host a party at her house. She does a she does, she, does, she did the D list. How entertaining was that? It wasn't. No one saw it. For some reason I know she did that. Come on, enough. She was jumping the shark. Uh, they they better put they better find somebody good to do that because I like that programming. I like that one hour interview thing. Stuck in the middle of CNN's lineup. I can't watch. Yeah, how come Anderson Cooper doesn't get rid of his stupid 360 show and let him do that? Why doesn't he? Nah, do I like Anderson reading the news. <laughs> if I'm the programming director at CNN, I'm like Anderson does the news. He wears his Abercrombie and Fitch T-shirts when the disaster happens. We send him on location. <laughs> I like that. And I'm not a gay man or anything. Right. I just like it. You like he, looking at he him. He fits that part well. Right. But I want. I need. I need that hour. I need that hour, and, and Piers really didn't do it. I mean, I used to watch Piers all the time, and it, he, I would flick because he just, yeah, he's not that compelling of a man. And he seems very argumentative yeah. when he's having conversations with people. Yeah, and I just... Yeah. So you'd rather have Larry King, who's just completely delusional and just out of touch, than have Piers I would Morgan? Have Larry, because he's not going to do it for that long, Larry. Larry's, right. Larry's pushing it. Uh, but I would put Larry in in March. Certainly, I would bring back Larry and it's have ridiculous. him do it if he wants to. 
and then, you know, continue to find an actual replacement, you know? I don't know. And yeah. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't put a, I, I wouldn't put a, I wouldn't put a chick in there. Put Imus in there. <laughs> no, let Imus and Larry King do a show together, and it's a race to see who croaks first on oh, air. Imus, that's that's a close one. They look, they Larry King and Imus look like they're alive just by strictly antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> we can Bernie. Yeah, they look like uh, they're two like victims in the movie Seven. <laughs> they really. You ever watch Imus in the morning? Oh, probably not, because no one does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no. boy, do you still do the oxygen tank? He's in a million-dollar <laughs> studio, and he looks like a corpse that just has its eyes open. I love Imus. He's a legend. He's the reason why I actually got interested in radio. But, boy, is he, he's, he's struggling through it. Yeah. And he doesn't need to do it at all. Well, of course. He retired. What else is he going to do? He, he could have retired 20 years ago. But he just loves it. Put Bill Maher and burn the station down coming in from Jay and Calgary. Bill Maher. That's an interesting one, but yeah. I don't think he'd do it. because he, he likes his thing. I think he likes his show. Yeah. But that would be interesting. Bill Maher, I'd watch that. Him every night interviewing somebody, I would watch that. I kind of like that guy. Everybody don't love, no one really likes him. I like Bill Maher. I do like Bill Maher. I would watch Bill Maher. That's a good one. Jay from Calgary. Mm. That's a good one. Bill Maher. All right, there you go. CNN, you got it. Bill Maher, Sorry. throw him in there. But he's not going to leave his show when was it HBO. He ain't going to leave that real time. Because he could say whatever he wants. Yeah, but you get those CNN dollars. You think they're better than HBO dollars? Well, I would imagine CNN dollars are better than know. HBO dollars. HBO's got some nice... But I'm thinking Bill Maher could demand a lot of money. Because he's Bill Maher. If he's worth it, I mean, that's the point. If he brings the viewers and the advertising money, then it's, you, know, you pay him. Basically, that's how it works. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Didn't he's actually. You know, that's I remember, remember Howard Stern was able to keep going all this time. I mean, recording his book for movie and everything, you know, he was able to keep on going all that time was because that, you know, he, he the advertisers loved him because the viewers were supporting the advertisers and it was a perfect situation. You know what I mean? They actually voted with their dollars and they said, hey, we support you. You know, so their <laughs> radio stations always had to like pound sand. It was like, hey, you know, this is what it is. You know, they're making, everyone's making money, everyone's happy. So. Mm. <laughs> Bill Maher. I like that one. I'm trying to think of one, but I can't. I can't think of anybody else. Well, let's take a break and think about it. I would. I would say I'm not going to say Howard Stern, but nah, he's the best interviewer out there. Conor Bryan should get rid of TBS and go to CNN. People he's still on the air, Conor Bryan. Yeah. What about that Jimmy Fallon? He killed it for the Tonight Show. Oh, he got he got a for, nice little uh, got, setup there. He got a uh, he got he his the roots boy they 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 did really well out of this deal. His first they get to uh, his first week was like gangbusters. Yeah, apparently. But yeah, but he's still doing his stupid. He's doing like SNL style bits, and it's just like Johnny Carson would be so pissed. Like I saw a yeah, but line. It's, it's not it's not the era of Carson anymore. It's it's the kids that are watching. Respect that. the show though. Like, Michelle Obama was on. The show's got to evolve. Michelle Obama is on, and it's Jimmy Kimmel and Will Ferrell dress up as teenage girls, uh, and they're doing this fake show called... Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, sorry. Mm. Doing a fake show called Ew, and they're just, you know, the girls with the braces, and like, yeah, oh my god, you know. And Michelle Obama is the guest on this fake show. Well, what do you want him to do? Like a straight... It's the fucking president's wife! Jesus Christ! (laughs) What do you... 
What do you want him to do? Not a shitty SNL bit. But it's entertaining. No, it wasn't. Oh, Did you see it? I didn't see that one. It is the worst. I saw his first night. Idiocracy. It is a prime example of idiocracy where we're just doing, we're doing shitty, like, little youtube type video shits with <laughs> the president's wife. By the way, I've never seen a video shit before. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> this is the this is Michelle Obama. This is the president's wife, the first lady. Uh, and it's like a Wayne's World esque bit. Not to not to put down Wayne's World, but that style of a bit. Uh, Jay and the uh, Jay Cast, JV Cast, is what it is. Um, he says it's not classy anymore. The Tonight Show in the chat room. Right. It, it doesn't need to be because we don't live in that. When Carson was on, things were different. That's Old right. people watched Carson. That's right. But things evolved. The young kids are staying up later nowadays. They want a guy who's 39 years old, good looking, and does those funny things. They don't want to see a guy like Carson doing... They don't want to see Leno doing Len, doing the Tonight Show anymore. He's old. Did anybody, Even though Leno was number one, and I think it was just like rollover. <laughs> be honest with you, because I don't. I can't imagine anybody who watched watched yeah. Leno. Yeah, I I could I couldn't. You couldn't pay me to watch that show. Right. And it in its last year. Uh, but now I'm like Tonight Show is it's it's got a vibe to it, man. I and it's back in New York. I I, I dig I dig the 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 music is different. The roots are great. Jimmy's you know he's taken he's not changing what he did at uh, twelve thirty. He's just bringing it to eleven thirty. I think that's great. I think it's an evolution of the Tonight Show. I, I, think I get good. that. I guess I just mean personally. I don't like that Saturday Night Live esque writing style and humor. I just don't like it because, for example, I love Craig Ferguson and he is off the wall with his bits. They're zany. They're silly. He's got a, a fake gay robot as his co-host, <laughs> and I find that hilarious. So it's I guess it really just comes down to my personal preference of a comedic writing style and I just can't I can't stand SNL writing anymore. It's just awful. It's dumb and it's it's not funny. It's not it's funny not clever. at all. I love Conan O'Brien's style of writing. Like, I like his jokes. They're great even though it's it, even though the irony is he was on SNL with a, mm. as a writer, but it's it's still different, but they like and Jimmy he did Fallon, the Tonight show how well that go for him. <laughs> well, I don't think it was given a fair shake. I know. I don't think it was given a fair shake. I mean, listen, I hope Jimmy Fallon... I, th- I see many Fallon bits. Many, many, many. They're great. But it's just... This is your first week and you have the, 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 the first lady and you're doing just like an awful... Almost like a, almost like a Wayne's World ripoff. Bubba's got a good uh, comment. Uh, uh, NBC is not looking for Nielsen numbers. They're looking for a social media footprint. They spent millions on 6B. Oh, that's a studio. How's he know? Oh, that's a good guy. I mean, I, there's his, maybe it's just his opinion. I don't know if it's yeah. fact, but it, maybe it's, it's a good. No, it's, I mean, I get it. Social media is a, a big deal. I mean, that's how I saw that clip was on the mm-hmm. internet. I didn't even see the show. Yeah, and, and Fallon does his producers do that Twitter thing all the time. They're, they're asking people questions or like do the hashtag this for a bit we might do, you know, and you write in but your line and they read that, it on the air. That's how they do it now. I mean, if the shows they really want to gill the gain. A loyal following is the idea is you want to talk back to the audience and then have the ability to have be part of the discussion, you know, the conversation. And then they that, they they build a loyal audience more so than just and here's play, the, and then they feel and here's the thing. If and I'm going out on a limb and I know I'm gonna throw this Fallon's name over two living legends 
Oh, well, one's dead. Isn't it? Carson dead. Uh, um, right. And the other's me. Yeah, but an all-around entertainer, mm. Fallon is better than Carton, Carson and Leno. As an all-around entertainer. That's I know fine. people are going crazy. No, I get that. I get that. But I Carson was just, you know, set up punchline, set up punchline interviewer. Jimmy's an interviewer. And he, you know, mimic uh, a dancer. He's a singer. He's everything. Yeah, so they're true. bringing that to the Tonight Show, which absolutely. I think is a good evolution yeah, absolutely. of the Tonight Show. I think Tonight Show needs to be updated, dude. Get Tosh in there. Uh, Tosh is good no. where he is. Yeah, yeah, just... He's great with his videos, honestly. And I've, I've, I think I mentioned this in a recent show. I don't think his stand-up's that good. I don't. I think I, I, I can't. I... His wheelhouse is doing what he does. <laughs> what? Talk about a guy who probably loves talking about himself. Is Tosh point oh? You think? Oh boy, I gotta imagine. That guy, he's good at what he does. I think he does a very nice show. I think it's very funny. It's amusing. It's quick. Stick to his clip show. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> Stick to that. Don't do the your hour stand-up special. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. All right. We'll take a break. Brian, thank you for the phone thank call, you. my friend. Thank you much, guys. All okay. right. Bye. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll lunaticradio.com show right after these words. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Uh, everybody yeah. there. Are we on there, Ron? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them! Look, before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits! Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Anna says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. It's called the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. You can now hear the Lunatic Radio show on Stitcher. Stitcher is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows. Stitcher is available on iOS, Android, Nook, iPad, and over 4 million car dashboards. Create custom playlists. There's over 20,000 shows to discover. Rate and review the Lunatic Radio show on Stitcher. Don't have Stitcher? Download now at Stitcher.com or in your favorite app store. And catch Lunatic Radio on the go anytime, anywhere. Download it free today. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website on LunaticRadio.com and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website if you would be so kind and give us a donation. It would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com show. You know, the one thing that would make this better? A really big hit of window pane acid. Lunatic Radio. What up, everybody? Deftone! LR Show. That's Lunatic Radio. Key Rock hanging out. Broadcasting from the Yauk. Uh, live number to call in. Doing a good job today with the phone calls. People, keep it going. 646-233-4045. 646-233-4045. Sad news to report, Rock. Yeah. 
Our boy Shannon Sharp. Oh no, your boy is no longer going to be on no! the NFL Today or Today NFL or NFL Today on CBS Sports. He's being replaced. He's got the boot. Him and Dan Marino out. Wait, so no replaced? more. Who, who's replacing Shannon Sharp? Uh, some I think Tony Gonzalez is replacing him. <laughs> you can replace Shannon Sharp with anything, really. Exactly. Garbage can. <laughs> Soggy sponge. <laughs> Just anything that can make noises, because that's pretty much what it sounded like when you read a highlight. Um, boy. <laughs> They're replacing Shannon Show with a guy dribbling a basketball. That's... <laughs> oh, boy. This one's going out to Ray in Chicago. This segment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna get racist with it, but it, it, it's it's terrible. It, it sucks. Shannon Sharp just had the inability to speak. Yeah, and that's <laughs> a problem when you're a broadcaster trying to communicate crap. It was hard. I mean, he, he was. He had a everything about him was perfect. He was a built guy. He was athletic, good looking, healthy. It's just that his lips didn't work. <laughs> not together. There were just. It sounded like people just throwing basketballs together. Yeah. It sounded like a gym where everybody's just dribbling a basketball at once. I didn't know. What Apparently the Bengals beat somebody, but I don't know. Yeah. You remember back in like in your in your elementary high school days we had gym class and everyone was playing basketball and you heard just like a bunch like you know like 30 basketballs bouncing all at the same time <laughs> in the auditorium that's Shannon's charm speaking by the way that uh, on a side note that's what it sounds like in my brain when I try to process a thought it's a bunch of basketballs sounds like 30 kids bouncing a basketball <laughs> but that's what it sounds like when uh, Shannon Sharp speaks it's terrible and I swear to god the people that write his copy put in B words you know what I mean? Right. It's just <laughs> so he's, he's just boom, 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 boom. The B sound for those uh, that mouth is is just not good. It's not a good one. The question is this: What is he going to do now? Go to the gym? I imagine <laughs> speech therapy. <laughs> you know what? He'll probably go to do radio. Oh which no. Would be, the worst move for him. <laughs> what is he going to do now? He's going to become an outboard motor for some boat. You know what he should do? <laughs> I think Tiki Barber's on a radio show. And he's just a moron. So there's another ex-NFL star trying to try to do sports talk. And they should just slam those two together and see what happens. <laughs> be the do a radio show. show. It'd be the worst radio show in the history of radio. By the way, what is Tiki Barber thinking? Because he was the guy. Nothing. Apparently, he was the guy that was on the Giants who, when he played, wanted to like spin off and become like the next uh, Matt Lauer. Right. He was a black version of Matt Lauer. That's what he wanted to be. But the guy that was playing with him, who was playing linebacker, Michael Strahan, became the star. Exactly. He must be really. And he won the Super Bowl. And and he won the Super Bowl. (laughs) Won the Super Bowl. And not only got the job that he wanted in football, which is hosting the Fox Sports Sunday or whatever yeah. with uh, Terry Bradshaw, but he got to do uh, the morning show with um, uh, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly which is you know ju- like right on par with the Today Show. Yeah, 
Oh, Tiki must be Tiki, so mad. Because yeah. he's not good. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have that charisma. Well, and also Tiki, Tiki cheated on his wife, and his wife was pregnant with twins or some yeah, crap like that. Good. That's allegedly, but apparently, I think he did that. He was, you know. Uh, Jay thinks he should be a basketball commentator. Well, that might get confusing. <laughs> Marv Albert and Shannon Sharp. Can you imagine Shannon Sharp calling the TV, uh, TNT basketball game? You wouldn't know who's speaking or dribbling. <laughs> oh. This is what it oh, sounds like. Yeah. Please. Oh. I want a fast dribble. Can we find a fast dribble? It can't be. We're not gonna be able to find that. Why can't we just find a basketball bouncing? <laughs> like a like a guy dribbling, like uh, doing a crossover. Oh yeah, one of those things. That's what it sounds like when Shannon Sharp speaks. I just want audio. <laughs> I wish I had that on cue. There's a kid. There's a kid from like Rikers Island, something like that. Rikers Island. <laughs> the inmate. No, I'm kidding. Hey, it's a kid from like Cody Island dribbling right there. Yo, I got next. I'm the next Moss Blackwood. Damn it. Yeah, whatever. You I get the point. Yeah. You get the point. I wish we had this prepared because that would have been hilarious. It was an off the cuff joke that we tried to make a, you know. Hammer the point home, I guess. Yeah, but it's sad to see uh, Shannon Sharp uh, gone. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. You literally can replace Shannon Sharp with anything. And I bet you the guys that are on the panel are uh, glad he's gone. Cause what about Dan Marino? What was wrong with Dan Marino? I thought he was good. I hear Dan Marino, but you know he looks good on the camera. But I hear he's a real toolbox off oh. the. Uh, you know there was that story like a year ago. He's like all the infidelities or something oh. like that. He's, these sports players. By the way, you know that guy? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, he sings the blurred lines. Oh, uh, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke, e. right? Remember he was at the VMAs and he like was finger-banging that girl in the picture pretty well, much? Well, yeah. yeah. Separated. Stop! From, yeah, that, that's uh, Dunsville. But they were together at the awards just like a few weeks ago. Yeah, but today they're Dunsville. Today? Like today? Today, today, today breaking news. This is like uh, just a few hours after Harvey Levin did it. Breaking news. What? Uh, wow, Rob, look at Robin you, Thicke. Kieran. Robin Thicke is Splitsville. Wow. And by the way, TM- those are not blurred lines. Those are clear black and white lines. Kudos to, uh, to TMZ, because they really, the guys there, they did a good job. As soon as this news broke, their posting of this Splitsville thing, yeah. their image for the, the story, the the capture of the story, the put with the article, mm-hmm. was Robin with that 20-year-old at the VMAs. And oh, my God. Him cupping her ass. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And, and, and not only did TMZ put that up there, but they got comments from that girl. Oh, my God. That she now wants to have a drink with Robin. A drink from his... <laughs> oh, I see. A no, drink I- from his... <laughs> Oh, I, you're right, though. Boy, TMZ is just destroying him. Oh, yeah. They're like, let's show every possible bad image of Robin Thicke. Well, you got to imagine, if Robin Thicke is at the VMAs, and he's just taking a picture with a, some 20-something-year-old blonde, and mm-hmm. he's pretty much, you know, feeling her uterus. 
I just in a so picture. Bad. You got to imagine how many girls is he doing that to? You know, when the cameras are not around, when he's on the road. What is this in his hotel thinking? room? Where's Where's Alan Thick on this? Are you kidding me? He's about all. He's probably all about. He's probably doing the same thing. <laughs> you know how much Perfect Stranger? No, he's not Perfect Stranger. What, was, what movie? What, what show was he on? Not family Ties. Family right? Ties. No, it wasn't Family Ties. Perfect Strangers. No, what was Strange People? Growing Pains. Growing Pains. It was one of those. What was the son's name on the show? Uh, Kyle or some shit. The, <laughs> Kyle. Michael. Uh, Michael. No, yeah, know. Michael. He's Michael. He's a rebel, but he's into Jesus or something. Big rebel, you are. So wait, there was information about the girl he's grabbing the ass of. Yeah, she gave comments. She's like, I'd like, I wouldn't mind uh, meeting up with Alan for a little drink from his. Oh my god! See, how I do that. I don't say the word, but I indicate what I'm trying to say. Right, right. I see what you're doing there. Mm. Uh, she would like. To- <laughs> she would like to have a little Robin Thick Martini. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Up the, you know. Or we could have said, you know, just Robin's thick. You can see. Up the. Right. Tunnel. Yeah. Where the arrow's pointing in the picture. <laughs> she would like to have some Robin thick sauce. Thick sauce. She would like to dip. All right, whatever. Uh, yeah. So the lines are no longer Robin, blurred, everybody. Robin, you're so silly. The lines are no longer blurred. You know what his problem is he's always wearing those sunglasses. He's got to stop wearing those sunglasses. Well, he does look like he's starting to look like his dad. So you know his time's up. He's looking. He's get. You know. He's got a good voice. No, you don't think so? No. I don't know. I listed a blurred line song. There's like 50 guys singing it. I don't know which one's him. Kieran, you sound like such an old man sometimes. There's so many voices in this song. Who's singing? You can't even tell. Back in my day, there used to be one singer. Yeah. Frank Sinatra, old blue eyes. Yeah, did it my way. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it on her f- no, face. You never said that. <laughs> Let's hear some Robin thing. You got to hear some Robin thing. He's got some good stuff. Yeah. He's got a. Uh, Come on. You know, he's got give, me, give me some obscure Robin Thick song, and I'll tell you whether or not I'm going to listen to it more than 10 seconds. Um, you know, he's got that song. Uh, yeah, this song. Give got. it to you. All right. Yeah. He's got this song. Yeah. Is he sampling uh, Timberlake? <laughs> it sounds like he's sampling Timberlake in that. No, he's not. The girl, give it to me. The guy is saying, "Girl, give it to me." Sounds exactly like Justin Timberlake. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I got this for you. A little thick for you. A, big a little thick for you. Big dick for you. Let me give it to you. Baby, I got a car for you. I got a whip for you. Black car for you. Ball hard for you. I know you wanna get fancy. I know you wanna start dancing. Karen just rolled his eyes. Back in my day, we used to have interesting thoughts and lovely lyrics and songs. If I'm I'm with a girl and she's like, yeah, like, and Robin Thicke comes up the line, I got a big dick for you. And she's like, yeah, like grooving out to it. 
I'm like, you know what? Maybe you're not the one for me. Because <laughs> he didn't even like beat around the bush, so to speak, with this, with the with the uh, metaphor. Well, there's, a, there's a pun. Like he wants to put it in her. He's got to spell. My dick is for you. Right. Well, like right. he actually said, well, have, make it a mystery. No, it's the confidence. <sighs> you know, he's no, a- what he's going to spell it out for the moron trying to listen to the song. Karen, don't you feel it? I he like spent it. the first minute literally saying the same thing. Like, I just want to put my thing in you. Put my thing. He's just saying in a different way. Right. What's wrong with that? This That's- guy sounds like he's, he's singing out like the flamingo in Atlantic City. By the way, is, is that an insult? I can't tell. Give it to me. He'll be begging for that job in two years. What do you mean? You think he's going to disappear? By the way, he is totally... I, if he's not sampling Timberlake... <laughs> if I'm Timberlake listening to a song now, I'm like, this guy's got my voice! <laughs> Does that not sound like... That. That's Timberlake. I, I, I don't know. I'd argue it. So they fly here. You fell from the sky. He realized that that metaphor didn't work. It looks like it fell from the sky, and he's probably thinking when he wrote that, going, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, when you something falls from the sky, am I like, I want to bang it? No. And he had to go, angel. He had to just put the word angel in there. This isn't Robin Thicke, by the way. Might well be. I don't even know which one is Robin Thicke. All I hear is Timberlake. Let me give you one more chance. How about this? I tell you what, these guys really write like Sinatra did. <laughs> Imagine Sinatra did those lyrics. Yeah, Imagine Sinatra. You fell from the sky. Hoochie Coo put in my cock in you. Here we go. Listen. Here we go. Listen. I made the joke funnier. I had to use that. Right. Why do people smile when no one? Sorry, actually, I don't think that was a good record that. Did it record that when he was fourteen? <laughs> this doesn't sound that great. So you don't think he's a good musician? Singer? No, he has the talent to sing. So that's good. I would imagine if you're a pop star. <laughs> Nothing's stopping you and me from going to heaven. Is this him? Sweet. You don't even know if this is him, do I'm you? Not sure. <laughs> it's labeled. Right, give me another. Give me, it's labeled that it's him. Give me a song with Robin Thicke's face next to it, so at least I know it's him. All right. That sounds. That almost sounds too good to be him. Yeah, it says this is Blurred Lines, deluxe version. That's all he has is Blurred Lines. He doesn't have any other song. That's no, off the album Blurred Lines. Alright, so far. <laughs> By now, Frank Sinatra would have been into the second verse. Hoochie Coo, bro, I love you. Come on, he's got a voice. He can sing. He's got. And you made me feel like I was flying. 
But you're right. If if they there will never be a concert where there's Justin Timberlake and Robin Thicke oh, together. No. It would be it would be, you know, yeah. redundant. It would yeah. I think Robin Thicke's career would end if that was yeah, Can you imagine like Timberlake coming on after him? I he's like the, he's like the Kmart going out of business, and Timberlake's like the Walmart thriving. I am shocked though, because they were just together at the uh, the Grammys. I'm so sad. Timberlake to Robin Thicke is like Walmart if Walmart just sold cocaine at a cheap price, because <laughs> everybody would be there <laughs> buying it up and then going back in to buy more. And Robin Thicke is the Kmart that's shutting down stores across the country. I see. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Everybody's a little done with the Blurred Lines. I like Blurred Lines. It's a good song. You like Blurred Lines because they had the model dance well, the video. Well, I mean, not just that. It's actually a good song. It's, 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 it's uh, catchy. Like that new Pharrell Williams song. <laughs> catchy like the flu. Fly, he used fly again. Yes. Everything. Yeah. What a is bummer. What, what I don't that I don't like Robin. Th- no, that the whole the whole. Hey, Kimmy, now this guy can go and. Uh, but what know. is Paul? Isn't she pregnant? Aren't they having a kid? Or they had a kid? He has a kid. He was. By the way, I just saw pictures of him at Disney World with Aww. the kid. What is she? He's doing? on tour. Who? She's an actress. She, really? Is she though? Yeah, she's been in some stuff. What? what? Look, I already got the list up. What? <laughs> Baggage claim. Jumping the broom. Disconnect. Just right. Single ladies. By the way, there's another Tyler Perry movie coming out. Can we not? Can we just no, she end was this? a hitch. That was it. Can we end what? Tyler Perry movies actually existing? Stop. Enough. There's Tyler another Perry. one? Yeah, another one about uh, relationships. Like, how many movies does Tyler Perry need to make about relationships till we figure out that he knows nothing about relationships? Well, they're all dysfunctional. All right. Well, here, actually, here, hold on, hold on. Because that brings up a good point. Let me do Tyler Perry and I. What? He has a lot of movies about relationships. Well, because I want to see what his last film made. So. Oh, yeah. I know. What you know what? Medea's Christmas. I'm sure that made about 16 bucks. Medea gets a job. What? To that? No, it wasn't. Medea's Christmas. 2013. Medea's Christmas came out. Of, uh, that, was more, that was more recent? No. Oh, the Medea Christmas. You're right. Yeah, there we go. They went straight to video, though. Medea's Christmas that was just released in the movie theater. I thought, unless he re- he released it separately, like it has it's a it's saying video. Tyler to- Perry's a Medea's Christmas twenty thirteen up at the top right there. Tyler oh, okay. Perry's there we go. How much did that make? Let's see. Uh, Box office. Tyler Perry. Oh, wait, explore more. Uh, box office. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, jeez. 52 mil total. That's ridiculous. Although, the first weekend, it only did 95,000. Oh, no, wait. How do they do this? Yeah, it made 52 million. Somehow. Opening <laughs> weekend, it did 16 mil. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That is amazing. 52 million. And how much was the budget on that bad boy? Let's see, box office. Probably not that much. I can't oh, I wonder if he guy. He's a the freaking gazillionaire, but I just don't get it. That's not my type of thing, though. I mean, it's like what, the, what, what do you mean? What, what's not your thing about it? I just don't find yeah, the not, things he he's not does funny. funny. Yeah, he's not funny. I watched some other movie he did. It was like a relationship movie. 
And Isn't it every one of his? Every they, apparently it was like a group of friends. Yeah, they all went on vacation together. Okay. But, oh right! But it was like five different couples, yeah. and they were all the most dysfunctional couples in the world. Yeah. And by halfway through the movie, I'm like, how are the? How is it possible for all these people to be even be friends? Because in real life, these people wouldn't even be friends. They never, no one liked each other. But yet they all just were like, "What are you doing today? I don't know. Come over and let's get into an argument." You know? Right. And that's what happened. It's like how are these people even friends? It was like unrealistic. And apparently Janet Jackson was in it, and she's just like a complete sea bomb the entire time throwing stuff. Uh, it was a hundred minutes. The total film was a hundred minutes in the day of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, an hour forty. Uh-uh. Let's see, sixty and forty. Yeah, an hour forty. Uh, yeah. So the box office was over fifty-two million. Its budget was twenty-five. So he so twenty-five mil. You made over twenty five mil. How does his? How does a film like that cost twenty five million to make? It's expensive cameras. <laughs> Janet Jackson was probably twenty four. No way, she wasn't in that one. It's the fat suit that costs a lot of money. That's yeah, true. All right, moving on from Tyler Perry. Uh, what do you think the uh, shittiest, most miserable state to live in is? Rock. According to you, Idaho. It's all just potatoes. You wouldn't even be in the top ten, my friend. <laughs> Come on, give me the right. shittiest me, state to live in. I'm gonna say uh, Arkansas. Number six. Number six. Six worst. S- sixth worst. Mm-hmm. Most miserable state to live in. Come on. Try to give me one in the top five. Wow, this is to Iowa? Not even in the top what? ten. What? There's worse states? This is no ba- offense to Iowa. All right, hold on. Let me, give, like, me, give, me, let me give you the criteria. Uh, let's see. The criteria is physical and emotional health, uh, healthy behaviors, work environment, social oh. and community factors, financial security, it. uh... And access to the necessities such as food, shelter, and health care. Rem's got it. West Virginia. Yeah. Of course. Rem's got it. Rem got it. West Virginia is the most miserable state to live in. You know what to to me, too, as soon as you said the job, because I realized that all they do is coal mining. That's about it. Yeah, and that's all dried up, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Number two, Kentucky. Number three, Mississippi. Uh, Number four, Alabama. Number five, Ohio. Wow. Six, Arkansas, seven, Tennessee, eight, Missouri, nine, Oklahoma. You notice about the top ten, they're all in the middle of the country. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Or relatively in the middle. I can't believe Idaho wasn't out there. Idaho seems so miserable. Indiana. Actually, the first coastline state at number 12, Rhode Island. Rhode Island? Yeah, actually, it's pretty. I was there for a weekend. It wasn't that much fun. Rhode Island's not that big. That's why it's so crappy. Maybe that's why it comes in at 12. Yeah, there's not much there. South Carolina, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York is 16. Uh, that's ridiculous. Wyoming is well, 17. I would, believe, I would think Wyoming would be... Well, you got to keep New York State great. as a majority. You know? New Mexico should be... New Mexico's, New Mexico is better than New York. Oregon is 26th. Nevada, 25. So wait, what is the least... 
uh, worst. This will shock you too. Try to pick that one. What is the what is the uh, I'm gonna say North Carolina. The most pleasant according what? to this list. It's really the most it's the least miserable state to live in. You'll never get this one. You're never gonna get this Delaware. one. Delaware. Nope. Really? I'm never gonna get it? Nice. I'll give you five shots. So you, so now you're down to four. You said Delaware. North Carolina. Nope. Come on, Rock. North Dakota. Bing! Did you is that in there? No, you know why? Because I saw this special about how, like, the way of life is getting so good. But you'd have to be able to deal with the winter still. People like it up there. They can deal with it. North Dakota. And guess what comes in at 49? South Dakota. The two states we were trying to sell off. (laughs) Leave it to us. (laughs) Of course. The two most pleasant states in the country we were trying to get rid of on this show two years ago. We didn't didn't get very far. I heard about that story, but it's still the whole... whole and I guess they're not taking weather into consideration, but you have to be yeah, able these, to deal with a lot of cold conditions. weather environment. Like in a, in, a, in a Colorado, here's forty, here's forty four to fifty. Colorado, Vermont, Montana, Minnesota, Nebraska. Nebraska's sort of cold. South Dakota and North Dakota. I would never live in any of those states. Utah, thirty nine. Utah, give me, two. give me two. I never live in any of those states. Iowa. You said as the most w- miserable, right? Yeah, that was yeah. your first one? Yeah. 41. Yeah, it's actually one of the better states to live in. Yeah, you know what? Because what? Uh, yeah, no. everybody's chill. No, but Relax. they're... Because there's nothing to do. They find, you find your own entertainment. Yeah. They all do podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I can't imagine they can really communicate. No way. No life way. Is easy. Life is easier when it's cold as balls out and no you can't communicate. No way. No way. That is, those are miserable states. According to you, but you like the hustle and bustle. I guess. Could you live could you live in North Dakota? <laughs> no. That's no. a no. That's a no whenever. But it's pretty close to Canada. So you don't want to be near Canada either. I couldn't live in North Dakota, but I tell you what, I could I could certainly live in Iowa. Colorado, Washington, Vermont, Montana, Minnesota, not Minnesota. Time out, time out, time out. Have you ever touched? Have you ever laid one foot in Iowa? No, but I would imagine it's cold. So how do you know? How do you know what Iowa's like? I'm just. I know what Wyoming's like. I've never been there. It's very mountainous. Montana's, I'm sure, very pleasant. I like scenery. I like mountains. Like me, you know. I was in there. I was got mountains. I was no. It no, is, Idaho is the one with the mountains. Yes. Yeah. I was. Flat. This is horseshit, by the way. Coming in at number 28. Mm-hmm. Least miserable than New York. New Jersey. Ah, it's all. Now we know it's all screwed When up. you're horseshoeing in Virginia, New Jersey, Illinois. No, no. You're, Oregon is two away from New Jersey. How is that possible? That's impossible. Well, based on this criteria, it is. I don't buy. I don't it. like that list. West Virginia certainly should be number. That one. That makes sense. I didn't. I should have. I should have waited for the what criteria. Would you, what would be your uh, my, uh, top five, Rock? For the worst, uh, the most miserable. Yeah. So definitely West Virginia. After realizing mm. that, uh, I think Ida, Idaho, Iowa, because I, I don't see anything that goes on in these states. You're thinking <laughs> what? nothing happens in those states. Nothing so happens in those states. Okay. Um. Yeah, Nebraska, that just seems like just misery. And 
What would be my? What oh, be in? I got. I got. In Alaska. Oh, it's just cold. I go. I go. West Virginia, Missouri, Michigan. Oh yeah, Michigan. Uh, I would go Alabama. Alabama. And I would go like. I would go Ohio because I would never want to go to Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I just never want to go there. I feel like just one big mini mall of nothing. Yeah, Ohio, Michigan. I'm still sticking with my Iowa. I don't see any purpose to Iowa. Uh, Where's Alaska on here? Alaska should be up there. It's just cold. Alaska's at 35. So that's not so miserable. Should be, though. Mm. Not according to the guys that are on there. Where's Hawaii in that list? Hawaii was actually kind of high, meaning kind of miserable. Yeah. Florida's at 21. Uh... Hawaii is 43. No, I'm sorry. Hawaii was low. It's right before Colorado. New Hampshire, Iowa, Washington, Hawaii, Colorado, Vermont, Montana, Minnesota, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota. Those are the pseudo top 10. Who wants to go to Colorado? I mean, other than skiing? Yeah, they got Aspen there. Skiing. Isn't Telluride there? Skiing. Yeah, but it's nice places. It's to ski. A lot of hiking. Skiing. Marijuana's legal there. No. No. It's all just skiing. You just smoke weed. Just ski. Smoke weed, look at mountains. Occasionally go to a Bronco game. See Peyton Manning in his big forehead. You got nothing to worry about there. Your boy. Colorado's the, 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 the shiznizzle. According to, uh, by the way, the swimsuit issue came out. You got any uh, comments on that? Well, didn't Kate Upton do that whole like zero gravity thing? I did see that. That works out for everybody, I guess. Everybody wins. (laughs) Everybody wins. I thought back in the day with the swimsuit issue, there was like five girls they would do. But I hear it's like 28. I don't know. There's 28 chicks in this magazine. Does Does anybody actually... Care about Sports Illustrated with the exception of the swimsuit issue? I think it's a. I, I think people do for about a day, but I think it's still a big thing for the girls that get in it. Yeah, it is. You know, it is. So I guess whatever. I hate to say it's the equivalent of being uh, the uh, the Hooters Girl of the Year. It's the equivalent. I think in my opinion, it is. I think it's a little bit better than the Hooters. I don't think it is. Hooters is a is a food chain that sells chicken wings. Hey, I would imagine. Hey, they are good. Sports chicken Illustrated wings. is a little bit higher. They, class a, they make them. a very good Philly cheesesteak, in my opinion. Who would be hotter though? The Hooters chick, like the hottest uh, swimsuit. Because I believe Kate up Kate Upton's on the cover, at least on one of the covers. I think they had two covers. Um. Who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Let's find the co- and then find the cover of the whatever Hooters thing, the Hooters calendar. And let's see which which girl's hotter. Let's do this for a couple minutes. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah, I can't imagine if you're hotter than Kate Upton, you're pretty damn hot. Because she's she's a pretty girl. I think everybody would admit that Kate Upton's a pretty girl. All right, race racial fastings is uh, Miss Hooters. And she looks like every girl you can find at a gym in South Beach. And she's not hot. Yeah, she really is. She's not a looker. Like, she's got the great fitness body, like you would see her on a fitness thing and on ESPN. But her face is, uh, her face is West Virginia. <laughs> it's a little miserable. 
Kate Upton has it. Yeah, that was uh, Kate Upton that was easy. Way to go, Rock. Well, now I'm hungry. <laughs> how, about, how about an argument, Rock? Just right there. <laughs> how about it? Just, just backed off that one. Um. All right, uh, teen, uh, whatever. Let's do this after the break. After the break, we're going to get into wacky stories. How about that? All right, people? So Finally. stick around. We're going to get into wacky stories after the break. I know you are all excited, so... Stick around. Wacky stories after the break. More lunaticradio.com. Show after this. If you missed a portion of the Lunatic Radio live show, you can check them out on iTunes. Search Lunatic Radio in the iTunes podcast comedy category. iTunes is a great place to catch up on all the past LR programming you might have missed. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. That's Lunatic Radio on iTunes, folks. Check them out. Keith Evans. John Mayer. Kelly Clarkson. These celebrities have something in common. They don't follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. That's awful! Join the cool kids on the internet. Absolutely. Find us on Twitter. At Lunatic Radio is our handle. Find out when the show is broadcasting. Make your choice for Hottie of the Week. <laughs> and whose turn it is to take Taylor Swift. Dude, I gotta take this call. You gotta take a call. Yeah. God damn it. No! What the fuck? Just shut everything off. We're done. <laughs> it's, nice. it's over. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hit us up with a follow. Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Big dreams, I make it big clean. Big shot, heavy hitter on the mainstream. You wanna look trendy in the Bentley. Be a snob and never act friendly. You wanna have big fame? Let me explain what happens to these stars in their big brains. First they get played like all damn day. Long as you sell, everything will be okay. Then you get dissed by the media fans. Things never stay the same way they began. I heard that some never give full to the fullest. That's why fools end up dialing on the Think everything's fine in the big time. See me in my legs with the chrome ring shine. So you wanna go far and live large. It ain't all that goes with being a rock star. What up, everybody? Old school. Cypress Hill, yo. Yeah, we're dating ourselves with this one, but hey, good stuff. Word up. Kia Rock hanging out with you. Live number to call in, 646-233-4045. By the way, uh, our, 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 our uh, avid listener there, Brian Monroe, who, by the way, is infatuated with the GFQ Radio Network. I gotta imagine. It's really, uh, it's crazy at this point. Um, he's leading the league in Hottie of the Week retweets. Yes! He's doing his job! I don't know. It's a good thing! Is he like a, an ambassador for Mexico or something? <laughs> because every time he tweets a chick, uh, it, she's always Latino or, or Mexican or something. And uh, he always gets a retweet from that girl. Whoever he tweets at, whoever he picks at his hottie of the week. Good. He's doing his job. That's what everyone else should do. Do you always uh, mention the person, the woman or guy that you're picking mm. as your hottie of the week? And don't forget to hashtag HOTW if you, if you can remember. Hottie of the week. That's what that stands for, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so. great. You know, gets you know, people. Uh, it's nice getting the word out. It's helpful. Yeah. He actually got a. You actually got a, a, a thanks from his pick. We won't say it right now because you know it's for the. For the, end for, of the show. You're gonna wait for the end of the show. The most pointless segment we have. Uh, Hot of the week, but everybody likes to uh, participate. No, we like when people participate. Also, I Kieran. love it. I love it when the people participate. It uh, says we should follow Rory McIlroy. Apparently, Twitter. Twitter's telling us we should follow the roar. Yeah, he's a golfer, you know. 
1.83 million followers. See, uh, Roy McElroy is another one of those guys who's, 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 who's literally, he's 24, I would guess. Mm. He's a phenom golfer, mm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. do we used to know who's 24 and a phenom golfer? Kier McCann. Who won a few majors already. Oh, Tiger Woods. Right. And what is Rory McIlroy going to do right now? I don't know. What are they going to do? Getting engaged and getting married. Uh-oh. So Rory McIlroy, by the way, even though he's Irish, and he's probably going to, you know, he's not exactly a looker. Neither was Tiger Woods. But the guy is going to go on to win probably seven, six, seven, eight, nine majors. Yeah. Because he's got that kind of talent. Mm-hmm. And he'll find himself at 34 with a divorce. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because Rory McIlroy is going to be throwing all everything. And, you know, his tennis wife is, you know, not going to be looking like the golfful chick who's following him at the Masters when he's uh, going for his second green jacket leading on a Sunday. He's not with that blonde girl from a few years back that was uh, no, escorting he, him? Uh, something Wozniacki or something. Wozniacki. He's with that chick named Wozniacki. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's not going to work out, That's Rory. not a good sign. Not going to work out. So, you know what? Maybe take that engagement ring back. And go, you know what? We'll just be bang buddies. <laughs> Wait, you, are you talking to him? Or? I'm talking to Rory right now. Oh, I see. Because he's 24 years old. And he's, you know, he hasn't figured out the golf thing yet. No, no. He's he won two majors. I believe two majors. I think he's, he's won two majors. And, uh, yeah, he's won two majors. And he, now he's like, you know what? Okay, time to get married. No! Well, You're 24. Yeah. Yeah. Your game is slumping. So maybe he needs to get married. Maybe you don't to, need to make up for it by trying to get married at 24. Maybe he's been partying too much. Maybe he needs to... Uh, Settle down at 24? Maybe. Maybe that's his, that's his... I get it. A lot of people did it. Back in the old days, when we're, or everybody's parents, everybody listening here, well, you know, they all did it at 24. We were old if you were married. When Frank Sinatra ruled the airwaves. Hoochie Coo, bro, and I'm going to bang you. Yeah, that guy, old, old blue eyes. That was from his B-sides. <laughs> that was his B-sides. I'm doing all his B-sides. Um, yeah, I mean, I was 24 was old, but these days, uh-uh, 30. You wait to 30 at least. I only have one friend that got married young. That it worked out. Mm. Oh, okay. That it worked out. And right. everything's, you know, cheese and crackers. One. Everybody else... Not so much. Right. I mean, some of them are still going. Yeah, I, but I'm talking about good friends. I'm not talking about acquaintances. Sure, sure. I'm talking about good friends. Because I don't know my oh. acquaintances too well. Well, best of luck to him and his future I don't know. wife or whatever. Uh, Girl Scout cookies sold outside of a pot store. Very good idea by yeah, this 13 year old. It's just a no brainer. Here's a uh, story. Inside the Green Cross Medical Marijuana Dispensary, Girl Scout cookies are one of the most popular types of pot for sale. Now, the real ones are also being sold outside. It has gone viral at this point, I think. Spokesperson Holly Burt says 13-year-old Girl Scout Danielle Lay set up a table outside the pot club on Monday. The cookies sold out quickly. After 45 minutes, she had to call for reinforcement cookies, backups. And um, her mother was quoted saying that she sold about 117 boxes in two hours. Her mother said she didn't want to be on TV, but she did want to make it clear that she set up at this location not to make a political statement, but instead she views selling Girl Scout cookies as an opportunity to take her daughter around to different parts of the city. 
And she says in this case, it allowed her to expose her daughter to a topic, drugs, that can be a difficult one for mothers and daughters. Okay. Ever since the Green Cross posted the story on Reddit, it has exploded online. Many recognizing Danielle's business savvy for understanding supply and demand, where thin mints meet the munchies. <laughs> well, there you go. If you're an old footy daddy, you don't think what a 13-year-old knows anything about marijuana. <laughs> you wrong. 13-year-olds are all oh about it. God. They know about the drugs. That's a smart girl right there, though. Mm-hmm. Give her those uh, cookies. Yeah. 45 minutes, her whole uh, inventory was gone. Not bad for her. By the way, this is what happens in New York, uh, apparently. Uh, New York farmers catch alleged cow effers, fuckers, um, with hitting camera. Two guys, apparently cow banging. Oh, it's a has, thing? Has hit New York. Really? Yeah. Apparently uh, this cow guy, this farmer... Trying to milk his cow, and his cows were very aggressive and and freaking out, and he couldn't milk his cow. Right. So he was like wondering what happened that night because the cows got disturbed and they're scared. And I guess in the morning you milk the cow, right? Sure, sure. So Makes he sense. sets up security cameras. Oh, and uh, you know goes through the security camera footage at night. Sees two guys, one thirty-five, the other thirty-six, banging a cow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Why? How many drugs do you need to be on? Or how hard up do you need to be to drop a goon to want to put it to a cow? Remember that video, the Vice video about the guys who were uh, banging donkeys to like uh, prepare themselves for women in like, what was it, like South America or Central America? Maybe these guys watched that Vice. And they're like, yeah, well, we don't have donkeys up here, but we got cows. Uh... Let's see. Uh, Michael H. Jones, 35, agreed uh, to, blah, 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 as the attempt to have sexual contact with someone. Okay. Both other members were reportedly released on their own. Or this is after they got arrested. Uh, let me see. The farmer outside Utica noticed his cows appeared anxious and failed to produce milk. According to the Soviet report, he installed video camera surveillance, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what the farmer, uh, 35, yeah, he found the two men, 31. Uh, as they attempted to have sexual contact with several cows. Not just one, several. Uh, this also happened, apparently... That, I guess this is this is kind of rare. Mm. Rare that people have sex with uh, farm animals. We heard about the uh, horse guy up there in Washington... Right. ...who took one up the keister from a cow, right? No, a horse. And then we had these two guys... And then apparently there was a 61-year-old man uh, found uh, actually chewing tobacco uh, with his pants by his ankles trying to bang a sheep over in England about six months ago. Oh, my God. So what has to get into a man's mind where... Well, drugs first. But it, maybe they do this sober. I hope not. Let's hope I mean, it not. says nothing about them being intoxicated or them... Uh, you know, admitting to being intoxicated and trying to have some fun. Ugh, let's hope not. But whenever is a cow... <laughs> a cow's ass. How is that How's ever... that an option? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you just walk up to it and go, no, no. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, no. I've smelled cows from my car driving by, Are... and it's still the stench yeah. is overwhelming. I, being next to one? Like, how do you maintain... Yeah. You know, 
A good one. A thick. A, a robin thick. A robin. How do you maintain a robin thick when you're smelling a cow's ass and going, you know what, Johnny, come here. Come yeah. here, Mike. Come here, Mike. Right. Throw it in there. Well, that's the thing. You're saying it wasn't one person. No, it was both of them. That's right. So they were like rooting each other on. That's so weird. That is, that's, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. And these guys are 35 and 31. It's not like two, two, 20 years. No, right. I understand. Yeah. No, it's no, not, no, like, not, not healthy. No. Ugh. And you know what, Karen? You might be eating that hamburger one day. <laughs> you might be uh, might have a, like a zero point zero zero hint of yeah, yeah. Michael H. Jones's semen in yeah, it. Exactly. Great. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> well, I hope Applebee's is not buying from any New York farms. <laughs> what happened to the guys in Columbia? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's like that's like the thing they do down there. That's like par for the course. But I guess it's the closest equivalent. Why they do it? Ugh. It's so nasty. But at least they're doing... What were they doing it to? Goats? Down there? Columbia? No, it was donkeys. It was donkeys? Donkeys. Donkeys. Ugh. Donkeys are cute. No, they're not. Stop. No, no, no. None of the albums are cute. Don't even... No, no. Don't even... Don't, don't even, even say that? Do you think our listening base is going to go out and try it? No, I'm not saying they're going to Based on my knowledge? But don't try to rationalize why they were doing it in Columbia. A donkey has a cute face. You look at a cow, they look like dumb as a bag of hammers. It's just sitting there going, moo... And it just poops and it wants to get milked. A donkey at least wants to get ridden by, uh, you know, city folk on the weekends. <laughs> You're comparing the qualities of a cow to a donkey. What do you rather have, a cow or a donkey oh, as a pet? Oh, are we doing that? What would you rather bang, a cow or a donkey? <laughs> if, gun to head. Gun to head, Rock. Donkey. Donkey? <laughs> I'm going donkey, too. I can't deal with it. At least you have a chance of a donkey's ass not smelling like New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Or Staten Island, actually. Sorry, New Jersey. Staten Island's the one that stinks. The odor. It's so gross. This is so awful. I'm telling you, Rock, this is hard-hitting news. It really is. Piers Morgan was doing this stuff on his uh, hour-long interview special that he did every day. These are hard-hitting questions. Yeah. If he was interview- interviewing uh, Michael uh, Jones and uh, Reed Andrew, whatever the hell this guy's name is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you see what happened to Ray Rice? Bring no, up, what just Ray Google Rice? Ray Rice and bring Google Ray Rice security footage. Oh, Rock. no. Allegedly, Ray Rice. Rutgers alum. Uh, Rutgers alum. The, the 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 university graduate that uh, that Rocket loves to praise the Rutgers football program. Ray Rice is clearly the most famous football player to come out of that university, but apparently that is that is video rock right there. You're just playing of Ray Rice dragging his unconscious fiance no! out of a elevator. What the fuck? After he allegedly jabbed her with an uppercut. Oh my! Because somebody God. got a little lippy, and he just, he just, you know, he was just like, you know what? He pulled an OJ, or well, don't f with Ravens football. That's what I'm saying. But here's the thing: Ray Rice dragged her out and uh, like faked like she fell or something and oh hit her my head. God! And uh, like some guy came over and he was trying to help him out, 
And Ray Rice just he he just pretty much just walks away from it. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. I never saw that. So he was trying to fake like she did it to herself by accident. Uh, Class act, this man. But you got to wonder what leads a man. I know. I mean, Ray Rice, I mean, he's in the public guy. He's got to realize that he just can't jab a fian- his fiance right in the face in a public place. That is ridiculous. Even if it's in a, if, even if it's in the confines of a, uh, you know, an elevator. You know, the elevator doors, you know, eventually open up, Ray. They open up and there could be somebody, oh my you know, God. what's behind uh, elevator door number one. Yeah, right, exactly. It could be a whole bunch of people trying to get in the elevator with your knocked-out fiancé. Uh, How are you going to explain that, Ray? So Ray drags her out of the elevator, and she goes, Hey! She hit her at <laughs> How do you... Uh, what is wrong with people? So Ray, Ray apparently got on the phone with his lawyer. What? And his lawyer uh, obviously put out a statement saying, You know what? We, have, we didn't actually see him. Uppercutter in the face. <laughs> no, we didn't. But there's two of them in the elevator. Right, right. One leaves unconscious. Do the math. It's not exactly a stairwell inside the elevator. Uh, what, what can his what can his fiance exactly so hit her sad. hit her head on uh, other than a fist or a foot? Oh, so sad. Boy, I tell you what, man. <laughs> The NFL has got. I, I would imagine if I was working in the public relations office for the NFL. Yeah, I'm just pulling my hair out every goddamn week, <laughs> every damn day. I go to work. Like, can't we get a week where these guys just play the game and that's it? I don't think a day goes by where they don't hear a story. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Ugh. Doesn't Pac-Man Jones still play in the NFL after like everything? He he like two months ago punched some chick in the face right outside a club and it's on. Video, right? Clear as day. He was just like, "Hey, you," and just pops her one. These guys don't care. Dude was a vehicular uh, homicide, right? I don't think he's playing anymore, but he was like, you know, allowed to come back if he wanted. <laughs> Crazy. So, so maybe it goes back to the thing at the top of the show with the fine. These guys don't care, but the game would affect them. So the fifteen yards actually would they would actually care about as compared to the. $25,000. Because these don't, guys don't care about anything. Well, there's, but I the think, game they do. Crazy. It's just crazy. It's just nuts. Aaron, don't go outside anymore. It's too dangerous. Just stay inside. It's just amazing. I mean, it, it, it's... He's going to be fine, though. Like <laughs> He's going to be playing for the yeah, Ravens right. next year. Yeah. He'll be starting first day, first game. Like running back. Well, didn't Ray Lewis get like it wasn't like something with a murder, and he kind of avoided that whole nonsense. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, and and his you know his suit, the suit that he was wearing on the night that allegedly he was like involved in a murder mm. went missing. Oh, the suit he was wearing. Well, suit disappear. That's a big piece of evidence, I would think. I would think if I'm like in a witness booth. Talking to some defense attorney going, I didn't do it. Right. I would imagine if I'm the defense attorney going, okay, what the clothes you wore that night? I don't know. Wait, why do you say it like that? I don't know. They just disappeared. I didn't know about this. They just disappeared. They just disappeared. Well, you know. But now that that was like 15 years ago, right. no, one, no one's, you know, 
So, that, you know, by the time football season rolls around, this will be like Ray was, uh, you know, doing charity work. Look at the guy <laughs> on, the pa- on the Patriots with the murder in the lake. Yeah, the murder. The, that guy. Be honest with you, if that guy was allowed out for a couple of days, somebody would sign him to a 10-day contract. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give him a shot. I'm maybe, a sh- maybe he's turned a corner. we got a big game against the, yeah. the Joey Schmoes over there. Yeah, maybe he turned a corner. Huh. I mean, that guy That guy might have shot the... Who's that? Gonzalo? Aaron Hernandez? Hernandez? Aaron Hernandez. He might have, like... He might have killed two people. Like, he killed some... He, he was someone with him and a gun in Florida, like, Ugh. like a year prior. And he, like, still played. Oh, my God. He was still playing. Tom Brady. You let a murderer next to Tom Brady. I know, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Tom Brady was throwing that guy footballs. He might have shot somebody. People wearing his jersey. That's, I mean, it's To scary. the Patriot games. And he, he might have shot somebody in Florida. That's got to be like scary. Like, in the offseason. To be, like, a teammate on, like, you're, you're, like, your locker's next to a guy that probably killed two people. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, I don't care how much of a jock these guys are. You're still you're sitting next to a murderer. I gotta imagine Peyton and Eli Manning walk around going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. the goody two shoes. They must walk around going, "Please, guys, don't hurt me." <laughs> <laughs> like these guys, the rap sheets on half the guys on each team are just. Oof. They're long. Well, Peyton's thinking that, but I think Eli's still working on why there's a hole in the middle of the bagel. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's not too uh, bright up there. He's just looking at sunsets. That's all he's doing. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- does Peyton Manning get in? Like, does Peyton Manning have conversations with his teammates? Like actual conversations, like you know, about life and stuff. Oh. Probably not outside. Of, like outside I would of imagine, I would imagine he probably tries not to. Do, he, he probably avoid. He, him. he tries to avoid doing that because he's like, I can't even comprehend these freaking yeah, things. We're in different levels. It's not in the playbook. We're not talking. Right. He's like the only thing these guys understand is the playbook. Right. So I'm only going to talk to them in playbook. In playbook talk. <laughs> yeah. In playbook. <laughs> in playbook talk. Yeah. Gosh. Because uh, the only thing they understand, I bet you Peyton Manning, the only time he ever talks to anybody on his team in his team is probably in that huddle when they're about to snap the ball. <laughs> yeah, that first huddle of the game. Hey guys, how you all doing? All right, here's the play. I'm Peyton Manning, your quarterback. Don't. I'm not going to ask you to spell my name, yeah. even though it's on my back. <laughs> no cheating. But here's the uh, here's the call, and it's like some big long thing. It's like source code, <laughs> and they get it. But these guys can't. There's more, what, like 50% of the players in the NFL will all have like some sort of misdemeanor or felony, oh, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. And they haven't even brought into the steroid portion of that. They didn't even tap the H- human growth hormone of... Uh, I was watching a combine today. Don't ask me why. It's my day off. But I watched the combine. There was nothing on. Right. I'm watching these guys, these linebackers, or these kids out of college trying to get into the draft. These guys are monsters. How can you be six foot five and your shoulders be like bowling balls? <laughs> They're like round. Wow. Like I can't. back in my day when a dude was a six foot five, he's a bean pole. Yeah, right, right, he was right. Never right, right. a muscular if, six if he was foot tall, five guy. He was just thin and slender, and yeah, and certainly not at twenty years of age. Right, right. 
Like I remember, I worked. I worked out from the time I was a freshman in high school every day until I was a senior. And I'm obviously not a big guy, but I got muscular, but I never got anywhere near as muscular. To mean, if say I was six foot four, sure, I would not look like these guys. Right. And I worked out two hours every day, right. and I was at the. I was I was benching three hundred five pounds. I weighed one hundred thirty four wow. pounds. Wow! Right, right. And these guys are, I mean, monsters, monsters. monsters. So they, everybody's on roids. Yeah. So they haven't even tapped into that. So with all the felonies and all that stuff in the NFL, they haven't even opened up the. They haven't even, they haven't done anything with the performance enhancing drugs. But mm-hmm. once that. They'll never get to that, I bet, because they'll just get rid of the NFL. Oh. I would, everybody, every player's on it. Oh, for sure. Every single one. They have to be. Sure. Because they're monsters. It's amazing. I don't know. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's all I got. That's all I got. Other than some guy switching sperm in a Utah University thing. But whatever. <laughs> it's kind of evil. I mean, this guy was in a sperm bank. I'll play a story. Well, well. From his grave, Tom Lippert is creating a lot of anxiety for families who had in vitro fertilization in the late 1980s and early 90s. This is a shocking story to all of us. While working at a Mill Creek reproductive clinic, Lippert may have fathered numerous children by swapping his sperm for that of a donor. That swap helped a family give birth to Annie Branham. Her family learned a DNA test showed Lippert, not Annie's real father, to be her biological parent. We do not know how this occurred and are carefully reviewing the concerns raised. Earlier this month, Lippert's widow explained it this way. Talking about a guy goofing off at work. That's a real sh- shitty job to be goofing off. Yeah. Did you see what he did? Yeah. Like sperm donors, they think they're getting, you know, mixing their, one sperm with, you know, the father sperm with the whatever. A movie. Yeah, it was a Vince Vaughn movie <laughs> where he had like 500 kids. Oh, no, no. I was thinking of Jason Bateman. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, this guy's switching sperm, putting in his own sperm, and he's probably got like 12 kids. God. Probably more than what that. What is wrong with people, man? He'd show me pictures of kids, and it seemed like he was kind of proud of all those kids. You know, that he was, this is my girl, or this is my son, I've got all these kids out there. The University of Utah Healthcare is accepting responsibility after learning their own... So this fucking guy would uh, switch out and put his own sperm in. These people would have kids, they would grow up, and he would show his widowed wife, his wife at the time, you know, he later died, but he would show his wife at the time the picture of the kid and go, this is my kid. But they don't know it. They don't know it, because I swapped the samples. I swapped the samples. (laughs) What is wrong with people? Lab was linked to the clinic. This overlap has made it difficult to piece together who had oversight of the various activities and who was ultimately accountable. Lippard was a convicted felon before getting the job at the clinic oh. in 1988. Shocker. How does that guy get, how does a convicted felon get that job? That's crazy. Nobody nobody cares, man. No one just... Uh. Yeah, we're living in a sh- shitty world, Rock. <laughs> just a shitty world. I kind of want to move to North Dakota after hearing so, that. Yeah, one. right, right. Just stay clear of it all. Ugh. That's just terrible. 
I kind of not, I'm not like him doing the show today because everything's kind of negative. I know. I'm like thinking <laughs> well, like, stories we're like ending on a bummer note. Here. I don't know why. I, uh, I really programmed the show kind of bummery, bummery today. Very miserable, miserable states. Well, you know what it'll bring up. You know what it'll bring up the show, Karen. Hot is it a week? You know, Dean M. Rice. Uh, what is what is what is that thing? Uh, Atlantic City fiance arrested. What video oh, arrest? What is this? What are you talking about? Oh, Ray Rice. Oh, yeah. Somebody put it in the chat room. Oh. Yeah, that Ray Rice thing, man. <laughs> Brutal. But everything will be fine once he scores a couple touchdowns. Oh, no, I don't remember about that. Joe don't Flacco remember. will be loving him, be hanging yeah. out, having burgers after the game. That's right. Hey, Ray, remember that when you jab your wife in the face? That was hilarious. Oh, no, that's all. They, 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 none of that was true, man. It's on video, Ray. It ain't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> what was that song? It wasn't me. Wasn't me. No, it's that Eddie Murphy pit, right? Um, wasn't me. All right. Here we go. Hotties of the week time, everybody, on the LR show. We'll get the F out of here right after this. Do you want to fuck me? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. How do you want me? Go away, Baton. Uh, Hottie of the week time, everybody. This is when we pick a chick from the world of entertainment. Demon of the Hottie week is played a second dude each and every week. Uh, you, the listeners, can tweet at us at Lunatic Radio on Twitter. At Lunatic Radio. Uh, include an image of the, the lady you're picking and her Twitter handle, and we'll retweet them and read them off on the air. Also, if you're listening live in the chat room, uh, you can just post them there and we'll read those. Everybody gets to choose one. This is how we indicate to the listening public uh, who's a hot chick and maybe you should pay attention to. All right. We're just point out ass for everybody. This is how we end the show. All right, Rock, let's go. We'll start off with you because you're uh, the hottie of the week master. Ava Longoria. Picking her. Eva Longoria. Or Ava. Ava? Eva? Eva? Eva Longoria. What Eva? What Eva? Does she play for the uh, Devil Rings? The Devil Rings? Oh, that's uh, Joey Longoria. No? Not right. Woo! That was a bad one. Uh, all right. Who who reads them off there? Because I gotta think of one. Brian Monroe is going with Valentina Petrudo. Um, yeah, she gave up. She gave some feedback. She said thank you. Stephen Kimball is going with uh, Miss Kajich. I don't know who she is. Uh, Benjamin's going. Uh, my hottie week a foursome for you. Selena Gomez. Ashley Tisdale, Vanessa Hutchins, and Sarah Hyland. Have fun, fellas. You got a picture with them all. Wow, that's impressive. And Jason. Uh, nope, nope, we didn't get one. That's about it on the, on the old switch. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, all right, I'll go to this one. This is an obscure one. Uh... Apparently, Wazen Oz found a website called RocketReports.com, and it's just the most obscure, just obscure news. And it's like Asian news. Too. I have one in my head, but I don't want to. I'm looking for somebody else. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go with Edge. Um, Adrena, Adrena Partridge. Sure. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. I'll go with her. Adrena Putcher. She was on the uh, 
She did a little bit of the Olympic coverage. A little bit, I think. I'm not positive on that. I could just go with Johnny Weir because he's pretty much feminine. I love the rocket reports. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? That's ridiculous. I didn't want to retweet that because it's kind of like a porn site. Oh, it is? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my is goodness. Is it? I don't know. The first story is there. Yeah, it looks like it's a little... Uh, we can share that with people. Rocketreports.com, right? Yeah. Or is it Rocket Report? Is it report? S. Reports. <laughs> Everything you need... Oh, wait, it's... Is it an escort service? Everything you need to know about getting laid anywhere... Uh, rocket reports. <laughs> that is very funny. Korean mes- massage parlor happy endings. Where to get them? That is very funny that there's a website called Rocket Reports, and it's it's an escort. <laughs> it's like an escort Craigslist. This is ridiculous. Does it have ratings and reviews? It probably does. Sex in Japan, sex in Macau, like anywhere. Sex in New York City. It's all Asian. I think so. It's all Asian foot massages. Oh my god! They even point. They even like. How do they do that? I don't know. I just saw the name of a place you can go to. Yeah. And it tells you where it is. Gallagher Two Thousand Queens. And you can go there and get. Oh boy! All right. Oh man, I wouldn't want to be. That's amazing. But anybody could just go on there and look. Sex in Pittsburgh. Oh, God. I can only imagine. I can't imagine. Bliss Lounge in Pittsburgh. Kangaroos. Lick Bar. Well, check out Rockets Reports, RocketReports.com. The Golden Girl. Jungle Gyms. Apparently, uh, Bliss Lounge has got a uh, three and a half star rating out hey. of five. But, what's that one on the bottom? Wow, that's weird. They, they rate booby bars on Rockets. That's what they do. You've been hard at work, Rock. You know. <laughs> Gotta pay the bills. You're doing your, your home time, your uh, off time there. Oh, my God. There's a girl. Get, oh, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. Where do you get a happy ending massage in America? That was the title of that article. And the, uh, what, an, what an exactly a non-graphic image they used to... <laughs> Indicate that that's what that story was about. They let you know. It's a little confusion. (laughs) Rocketsreports.com. Go ahead, everybody. Go check check that one out. That's funny. Thank you, Waz and OZ. All right, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next week. Next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone.